Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, as you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Walking Blind Podcast, episode 18. We are officially legal, so we can ask the age, age, age old question Is a hot dog a sandwich? Ooh. I don't know. It's going to spark some <laughs> argument here. It's going to spark some argument. Let us know. But we are back, episode 18. Uh, we are, I, once again, I'm Mike. That's Mike. And we are here with our boy, our special guest, Mr. Joey Moore. What's up? Dude, uh, first off, emo night the other night. We got to touch on this. I was not expecting it to get as lit as Mm -mm. it did. I was not like, I was like, okay, cool. Like, it's going to be, you know, a bunch of people coming to hang out and like party, you know, play some jams, play some songs. But yeah, it got rowdy. Yeah, people have a, like, that have never been to emo night have a misconception of it. It's like, oh, they're just going to play music. I could listen to it in my car, have my own playlist. No, the whole point emo night is like, from what we're a part of is like it's just you are the party you make it fun you guys make it what it is because every night it's different yeah so everybody reacts to everything every song differently and this is one of like the ones you guys were at was one of my favorite all time like <laughs> seriously it was like one of the coolest ones like from start to finish it was just so much fun all the way through well i'm gonna say that although you said like we're the ones that make rowdy 
you, my friend, are the one that made it yeah. rowdy. Because like, <laughs> just out the gates, like I when when uh when I started, I was like behind the table, cause like you know, figure yeah. out DJ stuff. I was probably back there for like all of ten seconds until Joey was like, no, 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 come to the front, come to the front, <laughs> and then I just stayed in the front. And yeah, I, I I I knew there'd be like singing like sing-alongs and stuff. But I didn't expect it to get like. As rowdy as it did. The like, last thing I expected was for me to be filming you two-stepping on stage <laughs> while while the big dog, Jesse Toko, is in the crowd, like, yeah. having people sing along with the microphone. I was like, all right. Dude, this is, shout out to Jesse. I love Jesse, dude. dude. I just met him. He's the, so cool. The the most, like, uh, unexpected, the most unexpected hype man that, like, like I came into this thinking, like, yeah, I'm going to hype man for Mike. And then, like, I immediately, like, just kind of, like, the second I saw Jesse get hype, I was like, this is his time to shine. Right? Dude. This is his moment. So I just like, kind of chilled to the side, took some video footage. Like we'll, we'll put some of the footage in, in this, uh, in this episode. Cause I got some cool little clips, but I got yeah. some for you guys. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was fun, man. It was fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. It, I felt very, I, I thought I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to totally be like that. Like awkward. Like I'm not, I, I'm going to, even though, even though I have fun, it, sometimes I just don't show it on my face, you know, <laughs> that's but, my, but, yeah. <laughs> but, I was like Mike feeding and I was like feeling it like, Dude, well, it, it also didn't help that. Um, so, sorry, mom. Uh, I was kind of feeding you oh, yeah. 11% beers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, cause, cause when, when Jake got there, um, he was like, yeah, let's get a beer. Let's get something strong, you know? And I was like, all right, cool. And I just looked at the menu and I was like, that one has 11%. He's like, all right, let's run it. And I was like, cool, let's go. So we just started ordering these, these IPAs that were like super strong. And I just, Mike would be up there and I just hand him one already open. He's like, all right, cool. Thanks. Start drinking. So, I was thirsty mother. <laughs> See, like the thing is like, I, I understand, you know, I've done a lot of emo nights and it's like, we know each other. So it's like, I know I'm going to, you know, I know who you are on stage yeah. and, and different stages of your like, you know, warp tour and everything. And yeah. show, like, I know how you are. So I was like, I got to get this guy going. And and I always try to get like the, the, the special guests, you know, as comfortable as possible. So mm. if they need me, I'm there. And if not, then I just take a step back. I see you guys take control. Like, it's all you, baby. Yeah. It's all you. And then you just got comfortable. It felt like you had your stance. I don't know if you remember this because everything became a blur. Everything was so it was, it much was fun. A, and then you started doing your, 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 your hardcore stance. You're just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Straight up, you yeah. had like your feet planted and you were doing that. The, I don't like, remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, it's fun. I think, like, I think we, what you said is because there's the mo- anytime where I felt like, okay, I'm starting to like lose steam. Yeah, there you were, or Jesse, or you, or yeah. uh, there was a girl up there too that was did a set earlier. Yeah, there was a girl that was up there singing. Yeah, it, it, it's not just it's not just us. I mean, it's the crowd to feed into it. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. why I say it's like it's not just us. It's like their part. They're the show too. You know, like we're 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 just having fun as much as they are so once they like take control it's like you, you saw them they took the mics from us and just yeah, dude, had yeah. fun it was, with them. we were just rolling with awesome. it it doesn't matter so like they, they they just take control i, I love it. it it was it was insane it was it was emo night with like this weird hardcore energy <laughs> yeah yeah well and then also like fun, um, fun energy you know we were talking to a couple people that were like yeah we've been to a couple of these and and they're like it's emo night but then you know so a lot of these kids are younger so you got to remember, like some of the older like songs, they they might not really know or they might not really yeah. fuck with, right? So 
I was listening to, and I was kind of watching the crowd and some of the older songs that played, you could tell, you could tell all the old people in the crowd. Yeah. We were all like so hyped. <laughs> There'd be kids just kind of standing there. And then, you know, there'd be like a, like a, a day to remember song or something. Come on. In. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody jump in. So it was, it was like a really interesting dynamic, but it was, it was cool to see. Um, and then your, your process was, let me take popular bands and kind of play some deep cuts and then take like the deep cut bands, but play their bangers so yeah. that like you could, you know, get a little mix of everything, yeah. which was cool too. So, <clears throat> yeah, I felt, I felt like it I felt like the set was pretty well. I did went pretty well. I think the only one, I think the one that was the most like low energy, which it kind of goes to like the older band, I think it was Thursday, probably had a little bit of lower, yeah, low energy. But other than that, man, I felt like they were all, yeah, good choices. Like it was fun, man. Yeah. Really good choices. One that stuck out for me was uh, Smile in Your Sleep from Silverstein. Oh, dude. That, yeah. I love that. That dude, was, that was yeah. such a good moment. Everybody got, even mm. Jacob, uh, Shipper Gasway. Yep. What up, Jacob? Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Shout out, Jake Shipwreck. <laughs> yeah, the, he, got, he, he screamed a little bit. I don't know if you saw. There's a clip on. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was did. like, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get him, you know, like get him in the mo a little yeah, bit. And yeah. I was like, he's like, no, nah, no. Nah. And then he just like got in. And he was like, yeah. dude, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So yeah. that was like one of my favorites. I was like, I want to. I don't know. It just it just became a, it was just a blur. That that the moment was it was so much fun. I just I I've been going back and looking at some of the footage and mm. I was like, dang, we we played we we sang this song, we sang this song. <laughs> it's like wow. Yeah. I yeah. <clears throat> I, I saw I saw videos of not me like like our set was already done, but I was up there. I didn't I didn't realize yeah. that I was up there for the last set too. <laughs> yeah. You yeah actually I, I'm trying to find the footage. There's a clip. You did a duet um with a girl with a um, her name is. Jesse, I believe. Uh-huh. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <Your> sorry, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> I just met her last Evo night, and like we're we're friends online. I just, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's cool. And um, she comes up and does a uh, you know she comes up and sings. She's just all for it. Yeah. And then you you guys were just singing back and forth. I, I don't remember what song. I don't know if it was the Evanescence or I mean even that, that's an older track. <laughs> like yeah, that was a shocker. I haven't heard that one before. Um, do, I know Evan- do I know Evanescence? So the, I must have missed that because there's there's a period of time where we, we disappeared, like Ty and I and Jake and uh, one of the other homies, Jesse and Andrew, wandered off um, and went down the street <laughs> and ended up at like this straight up like like club that was like we were at a table. There was a bottle of Belvedere in front of us. There was like a, a, a banda playing in the back. And I was Dude. like, where are we? Like, what is going on? And Ty's just like. <laughs> you know, having a good time, and you know, and then we we're like, "All right, cool, let's go back, let's go back, let's go back." We went and ended up going back. We were there for like fifteen minutes, maybe. <laughs> we came back, but you guys left me alone. You weren't alone. I was probably on stage. You weren't alone. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, man, that that was a. Uh, it was definitely. It was definitely one of those nights. Like, I mean, we chilled until what? We were out there until basically two, or maybe even later, just standing out front, hanging out, talking. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I was there with you. Yeah. 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 That, that was, was cool. <laughs> I've never drank with you before. So that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. That, we tend to be fun when we drink, yeah. you know, um, it's a good time. I'm, I'm just used to the coffee shop. So, dude, yeah. Did you just come out? Uh, one of the, one of the mornings that we hit the coffee shop, you were usually there like usually weekends. There Saturday, mornings, yeah. Saturday, Saturday morning, mornings. sometimes occasional Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, so like, so before we continue, I want to give a shout out to Vic. Thank you for yes, having dude, us. Vic, dude. yes, us, all of us, you know, because like, yeah. I'm I'm a part of the crew. Is like, I don't I don't run anything. I just mm-hmm. I'm with them, you know. So Vic is the one that sets everything up. Vic Alva, what's up, bro? 
I want to get Vic on the show too. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Let's get him on here. Um, but okay. So like, let's kind of, first off, before we jump into this, let's start with this. Let's do, uh, I want to get the mental health check. Yeah. I want to start with, with you, Mike. How are you doing? Uh, I'm so stressed, but it's the good stress because the show, so that, so this was, you and I, it was fun. That was, I was not gonna lie. I was a little bit, a little stressed out going into it. Cause I was like, Oh dude, I don't want to be like lame. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were a little nervous. Going I was nervous, too. Yeah. I was so nervous. I feel like you were more nervous about that than the No Bragging Rights comeback. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Well, the No Bragging Rights one, for me, that's more of like, that's more of like a, it, that's it's just excitement. Like it's you should have done one of your songs. No, no. Best song! Go! Dude, someone, if someone else does it, cool, but I can't, I can't yeah, be you can't the guy your own. <laughs> we should have just thrown the guy to rock. I mean. <laughs> um, if we ever go back, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, someone else plays it out, you know, whatever. It's good. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, I don't know. I'm just getting ready because, uh, so, three of the guys are flying in. Right. And so, and they're all flying in on Wednesday at <laughs> different times. Um, did you get the day off work? I did not. And so. Wednesday night, we'll be at uh, Rev It Up from. Uh, I, was on oh, you guys po- I was on the last podcast. Yeah. We were supposed to get it off. No, no, no. I got, no, no. I got, I took, I took Friday, Saturday and Sunday off. Okay. But, um, Thursday, uh, sorry, Wednesday, I, I get off and I get off, um, in time, in time to go get, uh, yeah. Cause like, yeah, when Matt flies in at like 1130 in the morning and then from Ontario and then I should be saying this and then Daniel flies in at like Garo nine, huh? Garo. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and then but at but out of like like Santa Ana, yeah. Oh, so you're going back and forth. Yeah, and then freaking Tron flies in at eleven thirty. Why didn't Daniel and Tron fly in together? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> are the <laughs> are the families coming, or is it like a are they flying solo? And I think they're flying solo. Okay. I think. Um, well, I know. I know. I know. Daniel is for sure. Um, I think Tron is too. I think if, if Allie flies out, she'll probably fly out like day of kind of thing. Okay. When is the show? Saturday. Saturday. 26th. Uh, well, doors are at one thirty. First band I think starts at two. Yeah. Right. We play, yeah. Uh, we play main stage at five thirty. I think. Yeah. Five thirty, mm-hmm. And then. And then it's like a, so, so I think we're like the last band to play main stage during the day. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this weird intermission and then, um, there's like the, all the like destruction of a King, no bragging. It's such a sick line terrace. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be sick. Like it's going to mm-hmm. be fun. Um, yeah, it'd be cool, man. Yeah. And one thing that's, that's super cool. Uh, I was talking to Alex and then, um, like Billy and all them and, um, I saw that Alex had posted that Destruction of a King specifically asked to play the small stage, to play really? the side stage. So even though they're on the headliners list, mm-hmm. they're playing the side stage just to get that like. And I was like, dude, that's that's dope, man. That's, that's badass. That's that was cool. So, yeah, that's, I'm I'm excited for this show. I'm excited to see. I'm more excited to see you guys play the show than I am to play the show. Like that, it's weird. I'm really bummed. I can't be there. I really. Yeah, want to but be you there. know what? I don't know if we we can't probably can't say what you're doing, but you're going to be doing something way yeah. cooler. Wait, what? What are you doing? <laughs> How do you know what he's doing? <laughs> because he told me. Yeah, because I, I asked him. I asked him. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it later. All right, cool. That's way cooler than <laughs> hanging out with Shaq. What? DJ Diesel. Hanging burr, 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 burr. He's hanging out with, with the big man himself. What? He's hanging out with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> for real? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out to Rosarito for spring break to go see him play. I'm, I'm a huge Laker fan. Mm. I really want to see him. And Yeah. And Shaq Wait, is playing? What, is it a big three or what? No. no. He's a DJ. <laughs> <He's> a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, man, that's that's sick. And spring break, dude. It's spring break time. So. Get him for emo night, dude. Dude, I feel like he would do it, man. I feel like he would do it. I feel like that, yeah, we just have to get a bigger venue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the glass house. Yeah. Can you imagine him in that little room? Oh <laughs> just God. him in that little room. Just the whole stage. Oh, dude. <clears throat> um. Oh yeah. So mental health check. Keep going. Yeah. No. So I'm just. I'm. It's a. It's a me. Uh, it's a very uh, busy week. It's the good. It's the good stress. I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited to see the guys. I'm excited to practice. To really, to really see how how much the practice has paid off. You know what I mean? Like, because it's one thing. I'm I. Mike knows this. Like, I have my little setup at the house now. So I've been. I have my little warm up that I do, and then I sing along to the CD, like full on with the PA, screaming, all that stuff, and we it's going well. Family. Yeah, it's going. It's going. It's going well. But it's like, I feel like once. Once we're like doing it for real, it'll probably be different. Can we know what the first song is? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's subject to change. I guess by the time this comes out, no, no, I guess it'll come out before the this show. This will come out before the show. This will come out uh, a couple days before the show. Um, we're gonna open up with I kind of I kind of gave it away. I guess so it doesn't matter with the video, but not my salvation. Just because, uh, yeah, we we had uh we had a I don't know if I should go into this. <laughs> we had it's like a good it's a weird it's weird that this is a good problem for us yeah like what songs do we play yeah but it's also because like our our set time is our our set is a little shorter than we thought which in the past we would have probably been like hey well we thought we were gonna play for this long like now like i think all of us were like we're like okay with this right we're, like, <laughs> we're okay yeah we're okay <laughs> like it just it just means we can be like that much we're going to hit that much harder with, uh, you know, the time we have. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought we had a 20 minute set and we have a 25 and I'm like, talk my way through this. <laughs> Just oh, dude. five minutes of plugs. Yeah. 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 So it's, it, so we had, a, we had, a, um, we had to shave down, uh, the set list a little bit. I still think I, I still, I still like our set it? list. Yeah. We had to cut it a oh, bit, okay. but, um, I don't know. I, I I like it. I think it's still it's still like I'm I'm happy. This is the set list we're going out. We're gonna play with and whatnot. But yeah, I think it's good. I feel like if if I had been for like like I'm trying to exercise so I can actually get through the set too. I feel like I would be out of my mind. If but I think the exercise has helped me. For those of you that actually <laughs> listen to the podcast and watch it, you guys will notice. And this is one of the signs that you could tell that Mike has actually been practicing and he's in the, in the, like back in the zone because now he's right on the microphone. Like before it was impossible <laughs> to get Mike to talk in the microphone. He'd be like here, mm. he'd be back here. He'd be talking like, up and now he's, <laughs> now he's like right, right into the mic, like right down the barrel. So it's, it's, it's a blessing for you guys as well that he's been practicing. <laughs> I th- dude, I'm, I'm excited for like burner state stuff too. Cause I feel like. I just kind of messing around in the car, like singing along with Burner. Like I was just like, it, 
yeah i can yeah it's it's fun i love it that's cool man <clears throat> how, how what about you man how, how you been mental health check um i'm actually doing really good right now um i've had to deal with some things where <clears throat> i um you know why well, you got to be strong and got to cut ties with certain people to, that mm. is weighing you down um i'm not gonna name drop anybody but um yeah, you know what? I don't care if you're blood, you're, you know, not, you know, it doesn't matter if you're bad for, for anybody, just, you know, you got to cut ties with them. Mm-hmm. For me, I personally, I feel that's a better way if, if they're like actually doing harm where, you know, your life is, you right. know, they're not, 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 they're not helping. They're just taking, and even, you know, you gotta, you gotta protect your energy. Mm-hmm. I believe in like energy and like, you know, you know, people living in your mind and stuff like that, where, um, you just, you just got to move forward. And that's why like, um, you know, I'm doing emo nights and like, I find a lot of good people and friends. I'm reconnecting with some people. I just, you know, it, it's nice. And, um, I've put a lot of positive energy out there. And then like, there's a guy, um, that I ran into emo night and I got him his first show when he was younger. And he was just like, you know, it's just like kindness goes a long way and stuff like that. You know, it was just, I've known you for a long time. It's like always, you know, try to put positive energy. I don't want to, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, take from people. And, and I, and I feel like my kindness has been mistaken for weakness and, mm. and people try to take advantage of that. So that's why I say, you know, cut ties. And, um, I've been feeling a lot better lately because of yeah, that. Man. And, um, my friends, some of my close friends in my circle, um, you know, these, these are my really good friends and they tell me, you know, you got to be selfish and I don't, I don't like to be selfish, but I've had to be selfish. And like I said, you know, you know, reset, yeah, you know, you got to find, find that reset in life. And, and, um, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out, you know, on top positive and I'm just, I'm in a good place. Better good, place. man. Oh yeah, man. It's like protection, dude. Like yes. people don't, people don't realize like energy, like once, once I stop feeling bad about like, like once I realized like, dude, my energy, like for myself, like speaking for myself, I was like, dude, I, I know what depletes my energy now, you know? And so uh, when, when I learned that and I, and I was like, I kind of stopped, like I stopped cause I used to feel bad saying no to shit or like, yeah. or like not going to certain, being part of certain things. And then once I like became okay with saying no to stuff like that, I like, I was happier. I felt better. I was like having less, less anxiety attacks and stuff. So that's yeah. good, man. That's gonna that's gonna serve you well. Yeah, that's that's yeah. me right there. What about you? Uh, I'm good. I mean, I kind of the same same headspace that Mike's in right now. Okay. Just like you, know, let's get ready for the show. <laughs> you know, for me, I've had less time to start <laughs> start training because this whole time I've just been like, yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna go do merch. He took this show. fight on short notice. Yeah, and then like a week ago, they're like, hey, you guys want to play this show? Because somebody from Chicago fell off, and it'd be sick to have you guys play. And I'm like. All right, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Let's run it. That's um, right. Uh, again, that's a sick lineup, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, and and this whole like, I, I keep joking with Jake um, about our band um, that every time we try and like put torture culture away and just be like, okay, cool, we got other stuff we got to focus on. Let's just chill. Like, cool stuff just starts getting thrown at us, <laughs> and we're like, all right, let's do it. Like, you know, we're acting like it sucks, but at the same time, we're like, this is this. It's kind of rad. Like, uh, you know cool things just keep happening. And then we have like, um, we have, we're, we're going to be announcing something pretty soon for May, actually both of us. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be, that's going to be pretty fun too. 
Um, so yeah. And, and other than that, like I've had, I've definitely had some, some, a lot of unexpected like things happen over the past, like what week day day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, where I'm just like, I, I, like, I don't, everything seems good. Right. Like everything seems catching a wave. Catching yeah. A wave, so just, I'm just like, Hey, let's just roll with it, you know, yeah. just see, you know, what happens and, and just go with it. So it's been, yeah, I can't, I can't complain. Yeah. So don't, don't, um, allow yourself to, to enjoy the wave. And that's what I'm really bad at. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad. Like I'm really, whenever, <laughs> whenever, the, whenever the waves start, I'm like, Oh no, something's about to, yeah, there's yeah. a, there's a shark in this wave. Like that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's my mentality. Like this is, I, I don't think this is what I think it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying not to like get, um, let that like pessimistic side or, you know, creep into mm-hmm. things, but yeah, I'm just kind of everything is too good. Yeah, <laughs> a little too raft. Yeah. You know, like that's like, <laughs> and then when something bad happens, you're like, there it is, yep. found it, nailed it. <laughs> you know, but yeah, man, it's in, it's it's I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Yeah. So, um, all right, so let's let's jump into this. So there is history between all of us here at this table. Like you know, we've talked about emo night, um, but that's not where this all starts, right? No. Like this starts what. 10, 12, 13, the vine. 14 years ago, the vine. Um, there, so in Riverside, you know, with, with Riverside and with like the punk rock scene, the music scene that we were all in, it was hard to find places where we could play, you know, like it was showcase. It, yeah. It was showcase mm-hmm. was like the showcase was like the godsend spot that you could play. And then like, you know, after showcase, it kind of became chain because that was the closest real yeah. venue to mm-hmm. us. And there'd always be like these little places that would pop up, but, um, actually a church that Mario was like the assistant, was it the associate pastor, assistant pastor? Yeah. He was, he was the, uh, or a youth pastor. Oh shoot. He might've been, he might've just been the youth pastor. No, no. I think he was just a youth pastor back then. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like 15 years ago. Yeah, he was. So they actually, you know, were very kind to let mm-hmm. a bunch of like scummy, like dirty punk kids like play <laughs> shows in like basically the youth room, yeah. right? And the, there were vines painted on the wall, so they're like, "Oh, we'll call it. It's called the Vine." And this was the venue that everybody would set up shows at. Wow. And uh, and back then, what band were you? What, what band were you playing? I in was in then? the band called Two Sides Two to Sides, Every Story. Sides to every story. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I thought that I just I wasn't sure if there was something before that or not. And I remember, dude. I remember you being like this, this tiny little kid with long hair. <laughs> like, and I was like, straight, I was like, who's this hair? kid? And then yeah. he just like he was so hype, he was like uh, yeah. jumping around, energy. Yeah. I was like, this is sick. Um, and then that was just like that's that's kind of where it all started. We all we all became friends back then because everybody. It didn't matter if you played in a metal band, like a pop band, no. a punk band. Like we just we all wanted to play shows together. Yeah. Like, and it was just like, oh, you guys are playing. We're from Riverside too. Yeah, that like, was the cool thing about the scene. We we were bringing each other. Up. You guys are the 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 big daddies of the yeah. group. You guys pulled us along. Everybody, the the younger oh, starting up bands. You guys really, you guys really did a lot for Riverside music. Yeah. Like because just the fact that like you guys were so the DIY work ethic was so yeah. strong that everybody else was like, oh, we we can we could do that too. Maybe mm-hmm. not as good, but we could do that too. You know, yeah. and like the mentality was just like, oh, we're seeing like our our fucking homies basically like doing cool shit. We could all do cool shit too. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's that always that one band that's breaking out of the scene and <clears throat> you guys were always there. You know, you guys were like, Oh, everybody knows who no bragging rights was like, 
in Riverside, that was just like it right there, you know. And you took a lot of bands on your wing, under your wing. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I'm grateful I, for that. It was I, cool. I think I, what I'm happy, I, one of the things I'm proud of about that whole time was, I think, I feel like I, I think I've always felt like, um, like competition in music. I always thought I always thought that was lame. I never I never understood yeah. that. But like being being from Southern California, like you know, to be honest, it's like dude, the, it it exists. Like there was so much competition for stuff. But I remember when we started to like when we kind of got the okay to book shows out of my brother's like youth room for yeah. his church. Yeah, uh, I felt it felt good like helping. It felt good like giving people like a place. A, yeah, you know, and then yeah. I, and then and then kind of whether we were on the. That's I think that's what that was cool about because like there'd be shows that did I thought really well that we we didn't have you know we didn't didn't have to be on and it was cool to see like our friends that you know were there for no bragging rights but starting to come out to support you know just other other, yeah. other bands yeah. you know and then so did for a period of time and I just thought about this now um, Mario was actually letting my old band practice there really yeah so when I was playing in um, this was before it was remember the departed Dang. before it changed the before the name changed to declare your war we would practice at the vine really? and like we got like it was like hey if it's going to be on a friday it's got to be before sunset you mm-hmm. know, otherwise like this time and whatever and we actually we would practice there like maybe once a week um and then yeah that's where it kind of like it built from there that's cool dude. i think because we all played baseball like everybody in that band played baseball so, that's why why because so so if like, any of you guys messed up we yeah. knew you know we knew yeah, let me keep you. you guys out of trouble <laughs> if we knew where you were and what you uh, were doing at all times so that's funny dude shout out to youth pastors letting you use their place to practice i remember before mbr was like officially in our in my garage uh our youth pastor let us use the uh the youth room at la sierra yeah the university church yeah and he even let us use like his amp and stuff i remember just thinking like oh because i had like a little crate little tiny crate amp oh your half stack my half stack <laughs> my, my little my little like 15 watt whatever it was and like he let me i remember he was just like dude he's like if you're in here like you can use it I, i'm pretty sure he even let me use it for like a house party that's like cool. he was cool he's a cool youth pastor that's awesome shout out to pastor mark holmes so so back th- so after so kind of fast forwarding a little bit so it was two sides and then w- did horror in the moonlight come after that <clears throat> oh my god or was there something in between so i'm trying to remember no oh uh, no no that was just uh two sides what what i did was horror in the moonlight right after um it was only acoustic yeah yeah it was just you yeah, it was just me and then i got some other guys that we just kind of jammed and mm-hmm. you know the kind of just try to keep it afloat but it was it was really hard at the time and um this is i got i got i always wanted to play a showcase I, I I jumped on guest vocals at at the showcase, but I never got to perform with my band, and I got two sides to play. Uh, a buddy of mine, I don't know if you remember this band called Riverside Drive. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Dave is a really good friend of mine. Shout out Dave, and uh, he um he got us on the show to open up, <clears throat> and then um Dan, the one that played violin, mm-hmm. he kicked me out of the band. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
It was Damn. it was like you could have kicked me out after the showcase. I didn't even recognize oh, him. Dude. I didn't either. Oh, like, dude, he had long. I met him. He was like, on metal. I showed yeah. him. I was like, "Have we met?" Like, because I'm like, "There's something familiar about." It. He's like, "Yeah, dude, we used to play shows way back in the day." I was in, and I was like, "Oh, dude, okay, what's up, man? How are you?" Like, I, <laughs> he's so clean cut and handsome now. Yeah. I was like, "Dang, dude, dude. it works out." Yeah, yeah. He was supposed something to come. We don't do. Yeah, <laughs> but he's, yeah he's, man, he's that's cool, dude. Yeah, so. We didn't get. I didn't get to do that. I really wanted to play a showcase, and unfortunately, I got kicked out just before that. But Dave did tell me to jump on stage, and so I'll take that as I I played the showcase. Yeah, I played showcase. Before yeah, before yeah. it shut down. It counts. Yeah, it counts. <laughs> my my uh, my like my venue that I never got to play, but I was at all the time was the barn. MVR never got to play the barn. I heard a lot of stories about that place. Oh <laughs> man, that's sick. Yeah, it was. It was cool. The barn, the barn. Yeah, it was like barn at UCR. There, was like, no, yeah. Everybody was like, the barn was the best. It was the best. Who did I see there? I saw somebody there, and it would it ended up being like a crazy party afterwards. Back in the, was it Frank who, Turner? It was Frank Turner. Okay. Yeah, it was Frank Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we it was saw like it. no doubt we used to go there. Blink. Dude, yeah, everybody. Everybody. Blink, everybody. Rage Against the Machine. What? Mm-hmm. Dude, everybody. Pop everybody went there. Probably. Corn, mm-hmm. that's I, so crazy, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. What is did, what is that now? I think it's still part of the. I think it's like a cafe now. I think it's like. I mean, it's Ooh, it's on it's wow. on US uh, UCR's campus. Yeah, yeah. It was weird going there, like even for the Frank Turner show because it, like, it had buy, changed a lot. You could buy beer there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what made it even like just crazier. Like, man, I saw, I saw so. <laughs> I saw so many fights there and like, I don't, this is weird. I'm saying this, but I remember that was my first time realizing like, Oh, I can probably win if the dude's drunk. Like oh. not, it like took the fear out of like, cause I I was going there when like, like it's, I don't even know. We were like 14, 15 years old. Yeah. You know, and we're surrounded by like college, mostly college guys, you know, and right. then adults like grown ass fucking men. Like, and a lot of times like they were drunk and I remember like being like terrified at first. And then there's like this weird moment where like I felt this like guy who looked kind of buff. Like I saw him like kind of stumbling around and like I was able to like mo- maneuver him. And I remember thinking like I, can, I have a shot. If, yeah, I could take this guy. I could take this. If they've had a couple of drinks, I could probably, yeah, anyway. Hence the, uh, the, the, uh, the positivity and strength that Mike portrayed over at the Kings Arena. If you listen to last episode. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah I, 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 a fight. I would defend it. It it wasn't a fight. It would have been a fight. I was just defending myself. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck me. What? Yeah. yeah. I was smiling the whole time until he got in my face. Then I stopped smiling. I'm so yeah. upset I wasn't there. He wouldn't. I don't think he would have said anything. Go ducks. True. I really don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have no room to get mad now after I you. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. Okay. So all right, we got we had horror in the moonlight, and then. Like I, I feel like, like you pulled a me. I did this for a while too, and you just kind of disappeared for a while. What did I do? I um. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I I, I took a hiatus from music. I think um, I, I I tried doing acoustic, and the guys just couldn't. You know, I I recorded with uh, um, Matt Mar- Matt Marquez, and we were trying to bring horror in the moonlight up. It was it was like it didn't have a sound yet. We didn't know where we were going with. I just needed to write something. It was acoustic. I wrote my first song, mm-hmm. and we wrote the acoustic stuff. And then I had Matt Marquez come in. And we we're trying to fill in um, 
we had actually pretty cool, like really good uh, artists. I don't know if you remember this man Marquez on drums. He just got done with, um, oh crap, who was he with? Oh, um, I'll get back to that. And then um, Kevin, Kevin was with uh, uh, Jacob from Planes Crash and I am cassettes. Uh, Kevin, okay, yeah. With so Josh. I had with Josh, yeah, I had two talented guys, and then also um, Matt Marquez, Kevin, and Andy from Planes Crash. So yeah. they were recording with me, and we were getting off the ground. We were going more towards post-hardcore. Cool. And I still have this, some songs recorded on. You can find them online. But, you know, after that, it just kind of, I just stopped for a while. And I just was supporting bands, going to shows. Um, yeah, took a hiatus. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes, sometimes you, I feel like you have to walk away. Yeah, you need a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you just keep beating your head, trying too hard, and... You know, just don't have the right musicians. And later on, I came back, and um, um, those same guys, the, the, one of the guys that was in my band for Horror in the Moonlight, this is how it, it's coming back to me now. <clears throat> he hit me up, and he was all like, "Oh, I'm sorry that you know we never got to get it off the ground as you know as we wanted to, but I'm in a new band. Would you mind managing us?" So I've always been like, always a part of networking. I've always been yeah. booking shows and right. I've, I've booked shows like ska band, punk bands since I was 18. And I, I booked my first backyard show with a punk band, hardcore band, my band. And it was, I was like, yeah, 16, 17. But, um, he hit me up and he goes, Hey man, you know, you mind managing us? I said, yeah, sure. Let me check you guys out. And that's where I found my guitarist for her in the moonlight. And, um, so managing them, I, I mean, I was going to start to like, see if I was going to manage them. And then they, they took a hiatus. And then, um, well, the guitarist was like, yo, man, you're from Horror in the Moonlight, man. I love you. His name is Irving. He's all, man, I love your band. I love this song. And that one acoustic song pulled him in to want to be a part of Horror in the Moonlight. Okay. Ooh. And then it just, you know, snowballed into what it is to the sound of the pop punk that we ended up going with. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. And it just, it's just like that just natural, just started gravitating other members. It was, it was really cool. So, and I feel like this was, this was Horror the Moonlight was early on before like pop punk had its like resurgence and it started exploding. Like you guys, you guys jumped into this before like this whole movement right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like I I want to do that. Like, like that was going the post hardcore, but then like, you know, I just, I wasn't able to do it. And then it just changed the sound with the acoustic thing. It just went, pop punk yeah that that that, pop, that acoustic like you said yeah. that break yeah it just naturally took me somewhere else right so right. Uh, that's, that's really cool this yeah is, just just gotta go with the waves I don't, even though like sometimes it looks like you know like you didn't want that to happen but it turns out to be a good thing yeah. and then from there how did the um how did like the and this is kind of i guess where we're going to jump into like the meat of things like mm. how did the the travel and like the you know, yeah he's got a YouTube channel he's Ooh. got a he's like a travel vlog channel like I just started seeing you like like I feel like we didn't talk for a while and then one day all of a sudden this video just pops up my feed and it's like <laughs> yo what up guys and he's like he'd be like we're in like I don't know if you were in Mexico or somewhere like and you're just like so check this out and like watching you eat all this food and stuff I'm like my boy's living out my dreams right now what's going on <laughs> Well, dude, I was like, oh, he's got to be like in like, like, like Rosarito or something like that. And he's like, Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I, I just went as far as I could. I just said, screw it. Let's go somewhere. I went, I started traveling by myself. So what happened was like, 
I've been de- dedicated to music my whole life. Mm. <clears throat> and, um, you know, we started doing very well. You guys were already doing the tour circuit. So some of these bands were looking up to Horror in the Moonlight like they would to you guys. Mm. So it was weird. It was cool, but it was, it was like, it was weird. We're, it was a different, everything's in different levels. Mm. So we're, we were doing pretty good and we ended up playing the RMA. We got our music on X1039. Unfortunately, they're not here anymore. They're, mm-hmm. they're gone. Right. But, you know, I always dreamed to be on the radio. We mm-hmm. got on the radio. Sick. We got a bunch of like, you know, that um, one of the early years we played House of Blues, San Diego, L.A., um, San Diego, L.A., Anaheim, all in one one year. And we were just doing so many good shows. Like, like we caught a wave. Yeah. We were just playing, like, in front of a bunch of people. There's, And, um, you know, we played Warp Tour. We did so well. And it got to the point where um, I ended up... <sighs> letting letting go of the band like i uh we did a music video at my house and for that album that's right there and um after we got done with the music video i told the guys i'm done and it had to do with you know trying to push the band members to um want as much as i Mm -hmm. wanted it it the band life consumed me and you know my personal life was taking a toll so in my early youtube videos i'm I'm dealing with a lot of pain, heartbreak, and you can find them in there. I open up about it, you know, you know, and I, I come to terms with like, you know, it, you know, it's okay to not be okay. And, you know, I was in a really dark place. So, um, you know, they say, oh, you know, everybody's trying to push me to just write songs. I was like, I don't want to write a song and sing about it and deal. You know, I, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a big, big, it's big like the deal. The last thing I want to do right the now last is, thing I want to do, do it was, music that I couldn't do before. Uh, yeah. It was somebody that, um, the girl that, uh, um, my ex girl that we had, we were living together and, you know, she moved out and, and it just, it just really, I hit rock bottom. Um, we're in a dark place. And I found myself traveling. I found other people like going through the same thing. And I, I found peace with other people and traveling and, and I, see, I saw another world. And I, and I, 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 I don't really, you know, regret doing music for that long. Cause I mean, because of music, I never was traveling, you know, like we're, we're broke all the time, yeah. but I just found we're, that we're still broke, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm so broke. <laughs> but because I like, I just cut music off completely cold turkey. I went into this other thing, traveling, and my camera was like my companion. It wasn't. I was just. I don't know if I was gonna vlog. I just mm-hmm. decided to say, you know, I'm gonna record myself and I'm gonna talk to the camera because I don't want to be alone. Nobody's going with me. All these travels were by myself, Dang. and um, I dealt with pain and and came out something more beautiful than ever. And and I've met people from all all over the world and. Um, I'm very grateful for that. Now our, my worlds are colliding um, with the music because people have found out, you know, through social media, like, mm-hmm. oh, you were you were in a band, like, you know, horror in the moonlight. They're interested in, and it's just like it's just back and forth. It's it's, it's weird. It's cool. a it's a cool network com- combination, and I love it. And I'm gonna con- continue to travel and um, um, horror in the moonlight. Horror in the moonlight's on hiatus, but I'm doing emo night, and doing emo night brings back that that um fire of yeah. being in front of people and just just the whole point was just entertainment having mm-hmm. fun making people happy so what was that uh, what was that first trip that you took where where you had just like like, like fuck it i'm gonna go you know japan was it japan 
I, I, that's, dude, that's on my. I know uh, what. Yeah. That's my. That's my. That's my. That's last one of my bucket. ultimate. Like I want. I want to go. I dude, look I back had, at these trips sometimes, and I'm like, "How did I do this? What the hell?" Like people are like, how, "Like, I just went." And was I just it said, like I'm a, gonna, It's all about booking. Just say, you know what? I booked the flight. I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> It doesn't um, matter if it's going up up dude. north or anywhere. It's just like just uh, I, bought a ticket. I had a, I had a chance to go to Japan and I had to back out kind of last minute because I realized I would be missing my first week of school at La Sierra. I I also had a chance to go to Japan um, with uh, with the uh, the hip hop project. Mm. Um, we had we had booked it because a friend of of Chris's was a um like a K-pop singer or a J-pop singer sorry and um she was out there and we were going to go out there and do some shows and then instead of flying um back like they're going to fly us out there we're going to do some shows and instead of flying back back we were going to go to the Philippines and then just get our flight back home Dude. from there right? so I was like I get to see Japan like this is like my dream trip and then I'm going to be performing when I do it and then you know like um then I'm gonna get to go home like to the motherland mm-hmm. you know right and then it just all like crumbled and fell apart and like <sighs> apparently from what I understand she stopped doing like the whole music thing and was just mm-hmm. like, I'm done and then all that just like domino effect and I was just like no. <sighs> all right all right and then and then I, that's actually right around the time when I kind of was just like you know what I need to I need to focus on like I need to focus on life, right? Yeah. And then it just kind of stepped away for a little bit. Yeah, it still stings. Yeah, <laughs> my, yeah. my stings really bad. It was, yeah. <laughs> but I finished school. <laughs> I um, this is crazy. So like, I didn't tell nobody I was going to Japan, right? Yeah, that's and and you went by yourself, which is like that's that takes balls, dude. dude yeah, I didn't tell nobody. That's I just so I was like. I don't think anybody cares. It's like, cause I was, you know, everybody kind of knew I was a little uh, depressed about the situation. So like, I figured Japan was the furthest place I could go. <laughs> it's like, I was like, okay, that sounds beautiful. The price is right. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Um, like I said, music found me in, in a way where like Adrian of assuming to survive and Ryan Seaman, when he was still in falling, falling to reverse, they both hit me up like, yo, you're in Japan. I was like, yeah. They're like, dude, you got to go over here. I'm like, what the hell? They're like trying to link me up with somebody. Shout out to Taka. Dude, the new Lex Tokyo. Taka is the shit. He knows all the bands we love and stuff like that. Everybody who's anybody goes through Taka. And I didn't know who who's, who Taka was at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm also in a like vulnerable state. I'm depressed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, the last thing I want to do is party. I was just like, yeah, yeah you know, all my, my videos are partied. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was like, oh, I don't want to go to the club. What am I going to do there? I'm by myself. I really don't want to go by myself. So Adrian and Ryan hit me up a couple of times. Like, go, you go talk, go see Taka. Taka, the, uh, the guy from the, the guy that runs New Lex Tokyo, he hit me up. He's like, yo, I heard you're here. You're friends with my friends. Calm down. I was like, what? I'm like, oh, I'll think about it. I made friend with one of the guys I was traveling. Uh, as I was traveling, I made a friend. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, man, you want to go with me? I don't want to go by myself. He's like, yeah, let's go to the party. We went over there. Taka was one of the nicest persons, people in the world. It was so cool. And to this day, I still talk to him. So, Taka, shout out, brother. I love you, man. Dude. Taka, I'm coming to Japan. Man. Yo, yeah, seriously, man. Dang. Like, right after, like, I didn't know, like, you know, 
who what that place was and then like you have like right like the week after i left from japan at new lex tokyo uh what's his name from brazil um neymar was there Oh, oh, I was like, "What? I should have stayed another week." <laughs> He's like, "Yo, you could come by anytime, dude. We're VIP and met a bunch of other bands from France and stuff like that." So it's like, I was like, "Man, music is just there, you know." And uh, somebody told me like, "You never quit music. It's like you just take a break." Yeah. So music is always a part of it. So I've, you know, through these ups and downs, I've learned a lot of things and um, try to listen and um, take things in, you know, because you know sometimes. Looking for solution is never the solution. It's just, you know, everything will come in time. So that, so the, all that just kind of sparked like this. So, I mean, how many years were you just traveling? Oh, man. Since she left me. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, like, uh, you know what? I've lost track right now. Um, about, let's say five, six years now. Um, I haven't been traveling a whole, whole lot lately, obviously, because, you know, what's going on. Right. And um, I've been going to Mexico to party, and I did a vlog. There's a party vlog that we did. And just um, just before the pandemic, I was in the Philippines. We won't go into the other stuff, but I was okay. in the Philippines. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about it if you want to ask later, but yeah. I'm just trying to <laughs> touch base where, like, I was in the Philippines, and that was, like, the last place that I was, like, the furthest out mm. um i was in manila and i ended up flying back before the everything shut down and unfortunately like i really haven't tried to take off because of the restrictions it's it's i'm, I'm just waiting and um there's so much beauty in the world that beauty in the world that i would just love to go see more of you know south america anywhere just i just want to see it all man it's, yeah. but dude you're, you're it's just some of your videos on the spots you've been to already man are amazing like you've like uh, I'm, I, I like straight up. Like I'm not really someone that's like cares that much about like travel vlogs because like, understandable. <laughs> my, yeah, my, my thing is like, well, if I'm if you know that's cool. If I want to see it, I want to go it, myself. Yeah. yeah, right. But dude, like even um, like uh, where uh, it was in Thailand where you like the water, what you, the thing you sent me. Yeah, dude. Like I was like, fuck, I want to do that. Fun as hell. Like I don't know. I, I like I said. When you you said originally when you you told me what like two years ago yeah. about your video, so I was checking those out. And I thought that was cool, and yeah, I have questions I want, I want to get to. But uh, the, the crazy thing about that trip, it's their Thai New Year's in April. Yeah, okay. And I specifically went for that. I flew for the weekend. I was there for like three four days and flew right back. What? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's sick. What though. the hell? Yes, and, and okay. Before you jump into your questions, mm -hmm. how do you fund these trips? Can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> everybody thinks I'm rich. I'm not rich. I promise. That's I just, fair. That's fair. Yeah, you know, I save up like everybody else, and you know. So it's just it's just hustle to make it happen. Hustle, hustle to make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Well, okay. Well, another thing is budgeting. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys watch my videos. I show you where I'm staying at. Mm -hmm. Early on, I would stay in hotels because I didn't know any better. Mm. And then as I as I, I learned with other travelers and started oh, staying in hostels, baby. Yeah. Hostels and eating local food and having an iron stomach because, you know, sometimes. Yeah, you know, man. Food. But, you know, <laughs> I, I'm Mexican. I, I like street food. Mm -hmm. I go to restaurants that have the, 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 not the A. They might have a, a B. The B has the best flavor. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like, you still pass, what? man. That's what it sounds hey. for. Long, long yeah, like Filipino best. food. There, there's, I don't know Ooh. if you've seen the, um, there's a video. We had, um, we ate a bunch of street food. Okay. 
You gotta I, watch I it. I did watch it. Did you it? watch it? I did it? watch it. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I just I, I remember being so jealous that I'm like, because I, I still haven't been to the Philippines. I I haven't been. I want to go, right? Yeah. Um, and I was actually, so a, a few, like maybe a month ago, a really close friend of mine was like, hey, I'm going to the Philippines in May on vacation. And I was like, I'm in. Cool. And then... Eleven thousand dollars on the roof. I had to pay off my brothers. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't, I can't go. I gotta, you know. So, I, I it's still on the list. I still, I still want to go. But, um, yeah, man, I was, I was jealous. I was jealous watching the, watching the videos. Yeah, you were living life. You were, li- I, I was like, he's living, he's living out there right now, dude. <laughs> well, and also too, like your videos are fun, man. Because like knowing you, I know that like that's you. Yeah, it's not bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I know it's you. <laughs> so it's like, like I, like I, I see you having fun. I was like, okay, I was like, that looks, that looks enjoyable. Like I, I'm enjoying this. I think there's something to say too about like, for a lot Thank of us, guys. when you travel and when you you're traveling because of tour. Right. Mm-hmm. So like you go overseas or you go to the UK or you go somewhere like that, even just even traveling just across the country. Right. You're on tour. So that bums me out. Yeah. There's yeah. always a destination. There's always somewhere yeah. you have to be. Yeah. I've been a lot of cool places, but I haven't been able to experience them like in full. Right. Those are the things that like I um, soaked in and thought about and like, you know, doing the warp tour. I, I was a part of the warp tour, like traveling with them. And mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't get to play like you guys did, but we were there. But at the same time, we were working. We yeah. were like, oh, we're in Atlanta. We're in whatever. But we didn't see nothing. Yeah, you only we see like one time. little part of it, one yeah. tiny part of it. And you're working. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Dude, I remember, I don't know if I've told this story on, on, on the podcast or not, but when I was on warp tour, um, I remember getting to like Michigan, something like that. And I was so burnt out. And my dad happened to be in Michigan on a business trip at that time, right? So I like my dad was like, hey, I'm in town. And I was like, no, there's no way. He's like, I'm here. Let me take you to dinner. And we had like a 4 a.m. bus call, something like that. So I was mm-hmm. like, sick. And then he was like, do you have anybody that wants to go to dinner? And so I brought like Matt, our, our tour manager. Um, I think I brought, I think Jake went too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we, he just took us out to dinner. And we had like, like, like baked oysters, like the best meal, just nice. like when you're so used to shitty food for so long. And then he was just like, you guys need showers. You guys need to go to Walmart, like whatever you guys. And he just like took us wherever we needed yeah. to go. And I just remember like, it was like the most like breath of fresh air that just getting away from like tour nonstop, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. To just go and hang out and then, and then just go back. That's but so it was cool. like this, like, like, three hours worth of just like, Oh, it's so nice to be away from all of this. Yeah. Like, just be away from all of this. And it's, it, it's like that. Like you, like everybody's like, Oh, you guys are, you know, you guys get to be in cool places every night. And you're like, yeah, but it's a job. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, see shit. And it's like, not, it's not like a, you clock in at eight and you leave at five. Like mm-hmm. you're working yeah. nonstop. And well, it's just, yeah. You, you, you brought a big smile to my face thinking about it. Cause I was in Vegas and uh, similar, like something happened like that. It was my sister, my brother-in-law, they were in town and my brother-in-law was like, yo, you want to go out to dinner? I was like, yeah, you know, so he takes me out to dinner. It's just, you know, yeah. same situation like that. And he was staying at, you know, uh, we're in Vegas at so one of the casinos and they go upstairs. My sister and my brother-in-law, they go upstairs and um, there's a machine right there, like on down the hallway. And I was like, oh, I love these pandas. And so I wanted to play this machine. I was like, oh, I'll catch up to you guys. So I played 20 bucks and it takes it right away. I was like, no, screw it. I'll play another 20 bucks. <laughs> and, then, and then I ended up All winning. All your per diems I ended, up, <laughs> I ended up winning. I ended uh, up winning like about a thousand bucks or whatever. What? And like, I had Dude. like, it, it helped me, um, 
um, I put that money towards uh, the acoustic album that we, uh, I, the first album that I released. So Sick. I was like, "Yo, this is yeah. really cool, dude." Yeah, it's it's li- like it's little things like that. Yeah, and like I I've been lucky enough that I got to travel a lot when I was younger because my aunt worked for an airline. Oh, right so she worked for united lucky. and so we got like those companion passes like even now she's retired but yeah. we still like my cousins all trade off on the companion pass and i was like i'm saving my year my year <laughs> for when the money's right you mm-hmm. know because i'm gonna take full advantage uh, like my nathan is in israel right now dude that's know? awesome i think israel yeah israel so it's like shit like that like getting to travel and experience it just with no plan versus like you know, we're here, but we got to be here tonight, and then we got to yeah. drive all all night to be at the next place tomorrow. It's so different. Yeah. Dude, uh, so our first time in Paris, or my first time in Paris, we had literally three hours to do to see some, everything. To see everything. Yeah. So in three hours, we we were legitimately sprinting to things. Like we were, we were jumping on uh, trains, cabs, yeah, everything. Louvre, Dude, then we to... we ran by the Louvre, couldn't go in because it would have taken oh. too much time. Yep. We ran. <laughs> we took pictures by the Eiffel Tower. We ran to uh, to Notre Dame, and we oh, like I think I think we were there like weeks. Le, Le Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we Just slow, go sprint through the middle of dude, it. We, it was insane. Like we were baguette? exhausted. Running with the baguette. Yeah, dude. Seriously, like no, we, we. I think we got crepes just to say we had crepes, dude. Like. Just like, like, we want them. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Just hurry. <laughs> like, dude, like the, the best ice cream I've, I've ever had was in Paris. It's, I think it's called Moven Pick or something like that. Mm-hmm. Fucking tiny. It was like this, like this <laughs> ice cream was this big, but it was so delicious and straight up. Like, yeah. There's, I didn't get to go to the Louvre either because they were on strike when I was there. <laughs> like, we, see the bottle we, we just couldn't, it like, it we're like, ah, oh, it's going to take too much time. And so like, we, we saw it, like yeah. we went there and then we, yeah. The, was, what you just fun. said, three hours, right? Mm-hmm. So the way I look at it as well, like when I travel somewhere, it's like I've been there, say, a day. A day is not enough. Think about it like somebody else coming to California. Yeah. How much shit do we have here? Yeah. Give them three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can't go see a whole lot. They think LA and San Francisco are like right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. They're like, I want to see the Golden Gate. I want to see Hollywood. And I'm like, oh, man, no. It's like. You need know. a week, bud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. need more time. That's why like I stay out there. Like I'll stay a month in one of the countries or dude. just like yeah dude it's like gotta soak it in it's like doing have even not doing anything is something because like you'll you'll hang out with people and they're like they'll they'll find things that you didn't even discover it's not even yeah. on, on social media yeah. i go to a lot of the local places a lot of places that aren't even that popular and i love that where you're just hanging out with the locals and and just trying new food trying just new places it's all about the local spots dude i I saw, a, I think it was a picture of, even just out here, like one of the redwood forests or something like that, right? The the like tree that you drive through. Yeah, I want to go there. I was like, yo, that's sick. And then somebody took a picture of the line of people just waiting to take a fucking picture. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And then I was listening to a podcast where they're talking about like um, people climbing Mount Everest, right? Like, yo, Mount Everest is this achievement. But because of like social media and because of like the popularity of it, on the days that you can actually climb Mount Everest, there's a fucking line of people that they only let go up at certain amounts of time because everybody wants to say, I climbed Everest. Like Dang. Zion, there's a X amount of people that can go, I, I believe, in just national parks, yeah. certain things. Yeah. Dude. So it's like, 
No, give me the local spots. Give me the hidden gems that like nobody talks about. I want the I want the hidden foods. I want the hidden like cool places, like the shit that nobody sees. That's yeah. There, there's um in, in Indonesia has so many beautiful spots to go to. I, re- I highly recommend to go to Indonesia. And um, there's a spot. There, you know, there's there's tourist traps here and there. You mm-hmm. know, like there's this uh, Bali gates, and this girl's like, "How is it?" I don't like to ruin surprises or, you know, I don't know what you're, what somebody's thinking. So right. mm-hmm. I don't want to tell her not to go and then be like, Oh, he told me it wasn't worth it or whatever. So I didn't want yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I, t- I went there, took an awesome freaking picture and, and she ended up going, she got mad at me. She was like, why didn't you tell me it was like a tourist trap? There was a long line. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> there's no water. It's like, there's like, it looks like a reflection, yeah. but it's not, it's a mirror. It's, it's like, you're taking a picture with a mirror and it looks really cool. I will show you guys later. You're like, <laughs> it's, it, I don't, I don't like to consider myself an influencer like that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm just doing, just going with the flow and yeah, traveling. Yeah. And yeah, dude, I, I try to stay away from the tourist traps. But I mean, sometimes I really want to see something. I don't care what yeah, it is. I'll, I'll, I'll wait something in line sometimes. But for the most part, it's like I'm the type of person that likes to go to waterfalls. Anything interactive. Yeah. I don't like to just go see like, like I think the Paris, the, the Eiffel Tower would be really cool. Mm-hmm. But certain things, it's like I really don't want to just wait to go see it. Yeah, it's like there's yeah. so many other cool things that we could be doing. Mm. Like oh, I wanted to ask you guys, <clears throat> since um, you know, we we're talking about that three hours. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people. I have actually had people come from, you know, different countries and I've taken them around and show them like I try to show them, you know, this like obviously the highlights of, you know, what they want to see, like the Hollywood sign, stuff like Mm. that. They're in this area. And then there's like little little hidden gems try to take them to little spots that Mm. that's that's off the radar that they didn't think of. Because a lot a lot of times they'll say Venice, the Hollywood sign. And, you know, Venice is so popular, but it's so dirty. We have better beaches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's better beaches and it's just like a homeless encampment. And Hollywood is one one square block of oh, cool. That's about yeah. it. And I, and I, and that's what I did. So I wanted to ask you, what would be like five places that would you somebody's coming from out of state or out of the country? What would you recommend? Like for Southern local, California? Yes, from, yeah, yeah. From well, California. So I, th- I think it depends on the person yeah, because absolutely. like if if the person, I guess I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the, the people that have come out and I and what yeah. we've seen. Uh, I feel like everyone, for the most part, they want to see L.A. Mm-hmm. and they don't know what that means. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, well, what in L.A.? <laughs> if I, if I yeah. take people to L.A., I go like Grand Central Market. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Like the, the fun little like mm-hmm. it's hustle and bustle. But at least you're going to get like get some good food. Yeah. You know, like things like that. There, Thankfully, I don't know if it was you or maybe it was Mason. Somebody told me about that. So I remember we went there and then there was like an ice cream spot. I never even heard of, but it's an LA thing. Apparently we went there. So like in a way, like I've lived here forever and I don't like, I've never. It's a backyard. We don't do this. Like, yeah, like, dude. Like I've never, I've, I've, I've seen the Hollywood sign for sure. Like I've seen it like. Yeah. Hiked it, been up there, whatever. But I, no, I've never hiked up there. Really? No. I mean, I've seen it from like a distance. You're like oh there it is yeah there it is it's <laughs> tiny yeah. you know what I mean like I don't know I I think uh, I kind of think of like okay there's like the beach it's like find that one beach whatever 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 one like uh, a friend's coming out she wants to go to Laguna because okay, of the, the show and stuff so I'm like yeah cool we'll go hey you're like it's like three square miles yeah that beach yeah <laughs> there's some basketball courts that are really cool as you're driving there yeah. you guys are playing yeah. uh, California <laughs> yeah. Um, I usually go Huntington. If, I love if Huntington. people come out, I usually take because Balboa. Because yeah, Huntington and Balboa. Because mm-hmm. it's like 
here's the real surfy vibe, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that, that people think of for California. Um, mm. But it's super packed always. Always. Um, I try to think of like food, food spots. Food. Um, I, t- I took uh, my friend that was from France. She, um, she uh, Marion, hi. I just want to say hi to you. And <laughs> hi. Shout out, she's cool. And uh, I took her to the friends. Hollywood sign. And then I bought her like, because we went to the street and I took a picture and, and then we went to the gas station and I got her a little Hollywood sign with, you know, her, her initial. And she got all emotional. She was like, when she saw the sign, she got all emotional. She was like, California dreaming. Like, this is big. It was a huge deal. Damn. And I've seen that, the look in her eye and the sparkle where like, I felt that somewhere else. And I just like, didn't want to take it away from her. It was like, yeah, you know, like. I understand what you're feeling, you know. It's like even though for us, it's like oh, it's yeah, the backyard. That's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's beautiful. And then like I took her to In and Out, and, and then she like <laughs> she was here to learn English, and um, and she um, she would go to In and Out and always be like In and Out, and like you know she's like you know it's, it's just a California thing, so mm-hmm, it's yeah. like it's, it became special to her. And you know, I mean, it's not like I mean, there's other you know restaurants, but that was you know our you know, staple of California. Yeah. yeah, It's very California. So I try to, and it also depends on the person. So I try to do little, little things like that. Like how you're saying Laguna Beach, they seen the show and stuff. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I just, I just asked them like, what, like, what is California to you? Yeah. Or or Southern California? Like what is, like, what do you, cause I definitely, when I, when I was in LA and off of sunset, um, I had some friends come in town from Atlanta and it was like, you know, they wanted the LA experience. So I'm like, all right, we're going to Venice. We're going to go see the Hollywood sign. We're going to go to Runyon Canyon. We're going to go like, you know, just the little LA uh, like hot spots. You guys want to go to pinks, like shit like that. The Griffith, tor- the Griffith, yeah. uh, uh, what, observatory or whatever yeah and then like of course That's like cool. oh the for, walk of fame. yeah the walk of fame. and then of course like for the the rock and roll you know homies that would come out it's like oh this is the whiskey mm-hmm. hey, like these are the legendary yes. rock and roll rainbow. and then when they go yeah. in they're like, they're like what, what the fuck is this <laughs> this, tiny thing? this is where van halen shot their, <laughs> their video <laughs> the other thing too is like with with people it's like it's like uh because uh, some of the stuff they want to do i'm like well how much money do you have because yeah. yeah. uh that's expensive. like uh, i had a friend come out and she was like i want to get tattooed um off of the strip uh, and i'm like Ooh. uh mm-hmm. how big do you want it and um how much are you willing to spend um, like i want to go to kat von d's uh no, wow. like, no let's not let me not do that to you yeah yeah yeah, man, that's, I guess in a way, because it's in our backyard, we're so used to it. We do kind of yeah. take it for granted, you know, like for people to come into town and be like, oh man, I want to see Dodger Stadium, you know? And then we're like, fuck Dodger Stadium. Yeah, you're walking, <laughs> so much you wanna, traffic around there all the time. You, you know, want to walk like uphill all day? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so <laughs> <laughs> the aggression just comes out in Mike all of a sudden. Uh-huh. Oh, um, that's cool. <laughs> Chavez Ravine built on the graves of Mexicans. Whatever, you know. It's not, <laughs> who cares? Who cares, right? Who cares? Uh, so dude, there's a there's a spot. I don't know if I've talked to you about this yet. There's a spot right here in San Bernardino that I've been meaning to go. Um, shout out to my boy Daniel. Um, it is the restaurant that basically inspired and sparked Taco Bell. What? So the dude that started Taco Bell would see that, and I, 
I'm drawing a blank on the name of the restaurant, but it's right here. It's been here in, in downtown San Bernardino. After this podcast, we're going, Let's we're going to go try it. Let's go. It's early enough. Um, and so like, I guess the dude opened a burger shop across the street and then this restaurant was one of the first places to serve hard shell tacos. There's actually a Netflix series about it where they talk about it. Like, and then this they guy taco about it, they taco about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. Um, and I guess this guy opened a burger shop across the street and he was like, why do I never have any business? And they do. So this motherfucker <laughs> goes and works over there and he goes to work for them and basically did the spy moves and learned about the hard shell taco. And that's when he started Taco Bell. Dang. Dang. And then it became like the big chain restaurant. But yeah, all that was inspired by a spot right here in San Bernardino. Dude, spies still exist. Spies still exist. I, I, Can we tell that story? I don't care. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> You know, I love these like food stuff. I mean, I, I don't know if you're watching the Netflix. They have like, I was just watching the one with KFC and McDonald's. I, I yeah. love those documentaries. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's I, I, Food is one of my love languages. So, <laughs> you know, anytime, anytime somebody's like, oh, let's eat and let's eat at a good place. I'm like, what are you doing later? Uh, you marry me? <laughs> I, I'm always, I'm always, I'm always down, but I'm never the one to look for stuff. Yeah. Like, thankfully my brother. He's like a foodie. My you know, my brother's like a closet foodie. I don't think people realize until you like sit back and you're like, huh, we've been to like yeah. all these crazy. My brother, like, he knows like all these like, cool hole in the wall places. He blew. I had chilaquiles for the first time ever with his oh. brother. And straight up, he like, he, it ruined me. Cause I was like, yo, this is so good. Well, it also ruined me physically. Like I had diarrhea for like a day, but it was amazing. It was so good. Um, and then after that, you know, so iron good. stomach built, built up the tolerance. Yeah. Um, but to the point where I remember I even, I, I dated a girl and I, and I learned how to make chilaquiles and she taught me straight up. And I was still like, it's better when you make it because you know, I don't have to cook it. But I told Mario, I was like, Mario. Found a girl that will make me chilaquiles, man. And he's like, he's like, Mikey, that's a, that's a, that's a good sign. Hold on, hold on to me. <laughs> it's a good sign. Hold on to this one, dude. Didn't work. Didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, I kind of miss having my brother live close, close by, because uh, this is like a while ago when he was still living in Riverside. But he he like called me over. He's like, hey, come like come over. I want to show you something. It's like, all right, cause nothing. I have nothing going on in my life. <laughs> And so I go, I go to his house and he has, uh, the, the dive dri- drivers dining, what him dives, whatever it's called with that show. Yeah. And it's like a pizza one. Okay. And then, uh, so we're like watching it and he's like, dude, what do you think? I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it looks good. He's like, it's in San Diego. I was like, cool. He's like, he's like let's, let's go. go right now. I was like, right now? I, was like, <laughs> I remember you telling me about this. We yeah. have a place down here. Yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, he's like, he's like, come on, they poured their water from New York or whatever. I was like, all right, okay, let's go. <laughs> so we, we, yeah. So like there, it was, there's a couple, this was Mario pre children. Yeah. There's pre, pre marital, pre marital bliss. Yeah. So we do it. We used to do fun stuff like that. My ex girlfriend, mm. she was a really good cook and, um, she was always adventurous on food. And this is before I traveled, right? We would go to this Thai restaurant. She loved this restaurant, Thai food. And I'm a noob. I don't know any of these foods. I'm like, can I get orange chicken? I'm like, can you like oh, Chinese man. food? Bro, I know it's terrible. <laughs> but now it's like, you know, I've gone to Thailand and I've gone all over the place. Like, like I love, I, I love adventuring on foods. Like, 
Colombian food, the Filipino food, like just you know, I try I eat all sorts of foods. Like it's it's just fun. Yeah, you've yeah. been you've been to Colombia. Ah, yeah, Colombia. I wouldn't have come home, man. Dude, I'd be stuck. I'd be stuck on stupid out there. (laughs) The only reason I went was this girl I met in the Philippines. She's German. She was traveling all by herself in Colombia. It's got a bad history. I was scared. I was like, hell no. She's like, I'm here. It's fine. I said, okay. You show up and you get get, (laughs) get it. It's like, I got you, fool. (laughs) And I was scared. What what was I thinking? Yeah. Roll the dice. Let's go. Dude, I I wish I I wish I I wish I could if I could do that right now I would. Like legit. Just Just travel. Just go. You're gonna you're gonna take off with me on one of these trips. I'm down. Let's go. I'm down. I uh, I guess why I just booked us a flight. (laughs) Pack your bags. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise. (laughs) Dude, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Food. Food. Did you have, did you had more questions? Food. Did you have more questions? That you yeah. Wanted to ask? Um. I just just a couple. I just like these. You don't have to go like too deep into these, but um. I guess I guess this kind of goes into the whole because one of the things you told me early on, like what, like two years ago when you first, or not first started doing it, but maybe when did you start your channel? Um. Okay. So, I I've always been a fan of YouTube. And I, there's, I have a second channel where I have like a really old video. I was, um, I got the long hair, the, when you guys first met me <laughs> and I was at, you know, it's, it's, I've always wanted to do YouTube and I was a big fan of all the other YouTubers, like the, the, the OG YouTubers. I even went to go see them at chain reaction. There was a couple of YouTubers like Dave days and, uh, some other people you probably don't remember or whatever, mm-hmm. but like I was inspired by those guys mm-hmm. and I was so shy. I was like, I have nothing to film really. So I gave it up. I made one or two videos and I gave it up. And because I needed a new outlet, I went back to YouTube. Mm. So that's why I was like, you know what? This is, let's see how this goes. And to be honest with you, it's like writing a song, bro. It's honestly like writing a song. Um, the music is as important as the story. The music tells the story. The The, the music speaks. So like I mean I can even throw in an NBR song depending on the situation and music is deep rooted in me and these videos are songs just a different format yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I've I've never really explained it like that but yeah that's that's where it comes from it's like it comes from the heart every video I spend hours on you know um, I treat okay. it as a song man it just really take my time with them it's, and, and, so it's like an album you have an album <laughs> yeah your... you know that's a cool thing where it's like i mean if if i were to come out now and, and with my band i'd, I'd release singles because i feel like everybody's attention span is just yep. shot tiktok style yeah ep yep. but with with <laughs> with um with youtube like just being able to have an outlet and release a video and uh, i would i would lock in bro i would lock in my room every week and just just, just hours and hours all weekend just and then try to be social at the same time, have a balance, and and still find time to travel because I was always gone. Yeah. yeah. So I still have a bunch of material that I still haven't released. Um, I have some really fun stuff, some really sad stuff. Um, I really want to um, edit this video that I, I was a part of in Cambodia, where, where I went to the killing fields, and you know these are deep, deep, dark, sad stuff, and I would, you know, just gotta get into those and. But um, yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> well, what I what I liked about just this whole 
like you, 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 you touch on it in your episodes, but yeah. it's, uh, it's like you, a lot of it is just you kind of like conquering fears, you know, like, uh, we, before we, before we started rolling, um, the episode that got me was when you went, uh, whale. <laughs> the, oh the, the, yeah. The, yeah. Love the that. whale shark, the big ass, <laughs> big ass whale shark. <laughs> Cause you were like, the ocean is terrifying. Dude, cause yeah. Cause you, and even actually, yeah. In the episode you mentioned, you're like, I almost like, I, I started to panic and I started to, and then I just let myself do it. Like, I don't know that I could have gone in the water. I really don't like, I'm, I'm, I'm like deathly afraid of like the ocean. Yeah. yeah. And, and then to know, like, dude, I would, I remember I probably said this on the podcast already, but like, I remember I was at the, I was at the beach and I was like being like super brave and I was like jumping in the waves and I was like swimming. I was like swimming in the ocean. And I felt super proud of myself. And then people started like cheering and clapping because there was dolphins in the water. I got the fuck out. Dude. <laughs> With the dolphins? Yeah, dude. Cause like, I know, I know, in. I know this is like not, I know this is like not even a thing. I know, I doubt there's like ever been like a recorded like dolphin attack on a person, but in my mind, I'm helpless in the water. Google it. Uh, yeah, I need, I'm, don't I need tell me that because <laughs> no, 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 no. They're nice. They're they're no. Okay, dolphins ever <laughs> attack? Dolphin attacks, dude. So anyway, but, but yeah, people were like, people were like all like, like it was like a beautiful moment for some people. I got out. Don't, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, dude. Tell us, tell us. People often wonder: Do wild dolphins attack humans? And while fatal dolphin attacks on humans are extremely rare, there is one reported instance that occurred in 1994 in Sao Paulo, Brazil. It's documented that internal injuries led to the death of a man after being rammed by a dolphin. Of course. Ouch. It's just one time. It's yeah. just once. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I think it's just, I just, I feel so incredibly helpless in the water. So that's one. Yes. I hate the internet. You know, I, I, the ocean's been a big fear of mine. Um, I've had multiple dreams of that. So, I mean, just the water, I, I understand what you mean. And by traveling and, and going out swimming, I've forgotten about that. Like I don't even dream about that no more. Like I, yeah. I, I feel like I conquered that fear. I don't, it's awesome. It's scary though, but it's, I, I, I'm, I still respect the ocean. I still, I still fear, it, you know, because of, I grew up on jaws, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jaws. I, my fear of flying came from La Bamba. <laughs> okay like straight i yeah i think i've i've had a lot of time to like because i have like a lot of like really weird fears and stuff and i've like sat back and i can trace a lot of back Ooh. to like childhood shit like did i i have a weird fear that um there's gonna be anacondas in a pool that i'm swimming in i, I think i feel like they're gonna ice cube me uh, you know that type of thing i i don't i don't want to say I, I i fear of flying but i do get scared you know it's like when we're there it's like once that door closes and we're about to take off. This is how I, this is, this is, it plays in my head. My life is out of my hands. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. It sucks. I was like, always, always mid flight. I get, I always go through like so many, so many like stages of how I'm feeling. Every single flight, I'm like, I'm in this heavy ass objects in the sky. How? That's right. I remember you <laughs> yeah. being, I remember you being really nervous <laughs> when we just flew to Arizona. It was like an hour flight and you yeah. were like, like hands on the <laughs> hands gripping the the armrest. I was like, "Are you okay?" You know what I thought about? I was like, the, 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 "People are fucking with me." They're like, "They closed the door. We time traveled over." It's like this. There's no way this big old plane's taking off. 
Dude, I think about it something like that. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't makes no make sense. sense, dude. It's so ridiculous. Like this window could it, it could be a screen, and you're making me think whatever. And you want luggage, we have yeah. our, we have all the heavy ass luggage in there. Yeah. Like it's crazy to think of. Like, <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. Somebody make it I've, make sense. I've I've pitched this idea to Mike. Like, hey, we we start a separate podcast. Like this one will keep about mental health, but let's do a show called Mike Questions Everything. <laughs> And we just seriously like lay out all our thoughts like this because there's some validity here. You know, I've hit turbulence and all that. I'm pretty sure you've hit turbulence. I just, I just hope I never hit turbulence while I'm in the toilet. (laughs) I I do. I've thought about this before. Like, let's say, let's say, heaven forbid, you're going on international flight, your plane crashes, right, and you end up on an island. Do you think you would survive? Or how long do you think you would survive like, on a deserted? Probably not long. <laughs> not long. You know, I was watching the. Uh, I've watched those documentaries about the Argentinian, I believe, soccer team. Is it? Yeah. How they survived, and mm-hmm. it's a sad stories. Like I've, I've, I've thought of those scenarios. Yeah. It's like. Mm. Well, I mean, and then you got to think of all these like crazy scenarios too when you're traveling in these. I'm gonna be the first countries. Like, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're traveling to all these countries alone, right? Yeah. You know, so like, you figure. Worst case scenario, like how long do you think you could survive in this shit? I feel like I, I feel like I, I don't, I don't want to sit here saying confidently like I'm gonna live, but like I feel like I'm, I've nerded out on enough like survival shit and like, you know, like I can, I, I grew up in the South, so there's like this aspect of like taking care of shit around the around the house, like you know, like homestead level type thing, but I don't think it's enough for me to like survive until somebody gets me. <laughs> I, I had a moment in Thailand that I had turbulence and I, and, um, I met a girl cause we, we were getting on the same plane and we were just chopping it up and we were hitting some turbulence and in the middle of the turbulence, you know, like it was hitting pretty hard. I look back at her. We get. I'm like, I see the fear in her eyes. I'm like, Oh fuck. She's thinking oh, the same no. thing. We're going down. And then it calmed down a little bit. And um, they were able to serve, you know, drinks and stuff. And I bought some. I was like, I don't care how, you know, you, I never buy stuff on the plane because it's expensive. Mm-hmm. I was like, I might be going down. I'm not going down with an empty stomach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll buy this $38 sandwich. Yeah. I, I've, I've I'll been, never forget that. I've been on a flight that had to make an emergency landing. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I got, okay. I got a good one. I got a good okay, one. Oh, let's, crap. Let's hear it. Let's hear okay. It. I'm dead asleep. This is in the Philippines, right? Okay. I'm going from... Oh, damn, I forgot what island it was. Oh, the little island jumper. Yeah, I was coming flights. from... I forgot right now, but we're going to Manila. Okay. I'm dead asleep. And then, boom, captain speaking. Oh, there's a volcano that just erupted. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you- <laughs> dead ass. I'm like, wait, what am I dreaming? What the hell? What? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, we've been circling around. It doesn't look like we can get through. So we're going back to the island. I was like... Oh. Now are they? Are, is this in English or is this in like Tagalog or like both? Oh, they, 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 yeah. Okay, they jump back. Oh my god! I was like, "What do you mean a volcano?" <laughs> You're like, "What? what are you talking about?" Yeah, dude, what that's the no. Like, we don't want to risk it. They're like because of the ashes, obviously. And right. It just, dude, that was like one of the craziest <laughs> nuts. Man. Yeah, dude, dead asleep. Woken up, volcano. Okay, so you've you're been on a flight and you you like you like hear something or you're like. Like, just anything like or like the wing shouldn't be doing that yeah. or like you hear those like <laughs> yeah yeah um you know <laughs> optimum prime <laughs> every every flight i'm on i hear something and i'm like what was that like that didn't sound you know i'm, yeah. that, I'm that person and so when we we're flying we we're flying 
uh, home uh, from Los Mochis, uh, flying to Tijuana, and then crossing from there. Uh, it's like it's it's a night it's a it's a evening flight, and so we're flying and there's this huge bang like under everyone's feet like everyone felt it for sure. Yeah. So it was it was like a it was just like a like boom, and then we dropped like it was. You're instant. like, what can hit this giant plane hard enough to make this happen, dude? It so it was a it was like a, a like a noise it like underneath our feet kind of thing. We all felt it. The plane drops. So we're like, holy shit. And so, like, I think my brother or somebody was trying to be like, oh, that might have been something moving and thing, whatever. And so the lights turn on. And then they get on the thing and they're like, um, we're going to, uh, everyone, you know, put your trays back up. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to, uh, we're going to prepare, we're going to prepare for landing. And we were like hours. Did your landing gear drop out? I don't know what the, what the issue was, but so we start, so everyone, and so, <laughs> To make things worse, I'll never forget this. To make things worse, one of the flight attendants was freaking the fuck out, dude. <laughs> like trying to be calm, but it was like, like super, like yeah, you know, you know like speaking Spanish, but like, like, like telling everyone like to be calm, even though you're like to- clearly freaking out. Yeah. And so we finally, um, you know, we we start we start getting start getting uh, we can see the airport, and then there's fire trucks and stuff all o- all over. So I was like, oh my god, I was like, oh my god, like. I was it, I was oddly calm for like accepting like dude we're gonna fucking crash like this is like one of my this is probably my biggest <laughs> this is fear. my biggest fear yeah and it's and it's happening I can't believe it's happening and um, thankfully like it was just a bumpy landing but we landed yeah and uh, I can't remember if my aunt or someone heard the the pilot speaking to somebody saying you know like it's it's a good thing that this happened when it ha- where it did because you can't trust landing in the desert at night. Wow. So yeah, that was fun. I didn't want to get back on the plane. <laughs> like they I think uh, I, we can we can drive, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, how many hours are we? <laughs> but um yeah, so we got yeah, we ended up getting on another flight and we flew into TJ and then crossed over from there, but it was yeah. Man. Not fun. <clears throat> That's so, scary. So I got a I we have a uh, our um our weekly Renee question that interestingly ties into this whole, like she didn't know you were going to be here. Um, but she said, uh, if you could go on a vacation anywhere in the world, having the best accommodations, all expenses paid and extra money to keep up with the bills back home. So you didn't need to worry about hurrying to get back. Where would you go? Why? And how long would you want to stay? And then, so that's vacation. And then the other question is if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live and why? And then she said, let me put some qualifiers on this. You wouldn't have to worry about missing family and or friends because they all followed you or by magic of teleportation, you could still see them anytime you want. So we're taking <laughs> that aspect out of there. See, I was going to move to the Philippines. So I was planning to move to the Philippines and Thailand. I would love to live in Thailand because it's got the best of both worlds. It's like third world country and, <clears throat> and it still has, you know, it's modern, it's westernized. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, all inclusive i don't know man I, I live you know the the traveler life you know yeah backpacker bro. yeah yeah so i don't know like when i was trying to go to cancun i had some friends that were like they were gonna come with me they they didn't come with me but they were like let's do all inclusive so i've never really done any all inclusives but if i could um 
I don't know. I mean, I love anywhere, anywhere that there's beaches. So it'd have to be Southeast Asia somewhere. Okay. And um, the second question, what was the second one? So it's one, one half is where would you vacation to? The other half is where would you live? Mm-hmm. Live. Um, I, I would live in, in Thailand or the Philippines. Do you think without, uh, without getting too deep into context, would you go back to the Philippines now? Oh yeah, absolutely. And live in the Philippines? Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, there's there's some places that I, I've like, I've thought about, you know, and would love to stay there. And like, it's easy access to like go back to Manila, the the big city, and just live live peacefully. Like when I travel, I don't go on vacation. It to me, it's not really vacation. It's like to me, it's like I'm living. I'm actually living, and yeah. that's why I like taking my um my time each place. Like, be gone as much as I can. Yeah. For the record, I'm not rich. I do work. I just want you guys to know, but you guys can't know where I work, so suck it. Um, there's there's this there's this part of me that really wants to go and experience the Philippines, not just because it's like the homeland or whatever, but um, I remember, so before my grandmother passed, she yeah. was going through dementia, right? Okay. And I remember one night, we just had this idea of like, yo, let's pick her up and let's go to dinner. Yeah. Um, you know, it was me, my other cousins, and it like it doesn't happen very often where just the four of us cousins go out, let alone that we pick up my grandmother and take yeah. her out, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I picked her up, and at the time I was driving a, a Dodge Challenger, and she was just like, she walks out and she's like, "Where did this sports car come from?" You know, like it's this whole like <laughs> she's baffled by this car, mm-hmm. and we're driving and we take her to dinner, and you could tell that she was just kind of like. She knew she she was happy to be around us. She knew that she was in a place where she was loved, yeah. you know. But at the same time, she couldn't really place like where she was or mm-hmm. you know anything like that. So we had dinner with her, and then I remember we said our goodbyes to everybody, and I'm driving her home. And then there was like this, like straight up, we're on, we're right there in San Dimas on the 210, and it's like clicked with her, right? And then she turns to me and she goes like. Every time I'm driving through California and I see the palm trees, I realize where I am and I, and everything makes sense to me. And then she starts like, like for like 20 minutes, her and I had like, and like, like I can get emotional about it. Like her and I had like the, the most like emotional, like heartfelt conversations where she's like, she's telling me like, I, when I'm around everybody, mm-hmm. I know that there's somebody important to me. And I know like that I, that I have emotional connections to these people, but I can't place why I can't Mm. remember why. So when my friends tell these stories about things that I was involved in, I can't remember those feelings. I know I was there, but I can't really remember these people Mm. being around. And she was telling me like the palm trees are what separates her from remembering her drives in the Philippines because they lived on one of the smaller islands. She goes, we would go to the boats and then we would go to the city and that's what you'd have to do every day. You'd go to the boat, you go to the city, you go to Manila, travel, whatever, and then come back. And she's like, the palm trees are the one thing that I see in California that like, you know, kind of bring me back to that place. And I'm like talking to her and talking to her and talking to her. And then like, as soon as we're past that stretch where there's palm trees all on the side of the freeway, and it goes back to just like, like the evergreen pine trees and stuff like that. It's like, it was gone. And she was just straight up like, oh, are we headed to the boat? Like that was her next question. Like, are we headed to the boat? Are we going to go home? And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to take you home right now. But I just like, I'll never forget like that mm-hmm. quick. And so ever since then I've been like, I want to go and I want to see like, like, yeah, the beaches are beautiful, you know, whatever. But I want to see her yeah. like little hometown, Congrats. you know, she's like, and I think about all the stories that she told me, like, I mean, they were there during the war, like back in the day and just like, you know, that small, small little Island life that, 
that, you know, that's what spawned all of us essentially. (laughs) So like, there's this, like, there's this just like, that's why I want to go. And I want to, I don't, I want to see those little like hole in the wall places and see those little tiny like villages and shit like that. Yeah. Um, I want to get tattooed out there. I want to go to that lady that you have to hike three hours to get to her and then she tells you <laughs> if she's going to tattoo you or not. Like I want to experience shit like Whoa. that, you know? So <clears throat> I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, I guess for me, the three places I want to go right now, other than the Philippines, I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to Australia and Japan. Those are the three like places I really want to experience. So I think that would be a vacation as far as living. I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, it's really hard. Like, um, I've thought about the whole situation. Remember I told you the Philippines. Yeah. I've kind of got detached. Like, I mean, like, I love you guys. I love all my friends and family. There's a moment where I just really felt alone and detached where like, what's the difference of me being here? And over there, it's just, just the different lifestyles of Western and the co- different cultures. So I was I was ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to go and stuff like that. And I would be, you know, willing to come back for my mom or anybody, you know, yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's the, the cultures. Yeah. I think... You know, if you if you want to go to the Philippines and use a table, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I had a um, I had a, a day. Uh, it was like last week um, where I wasn't thinking, and I straight up ran out of toilet paper in the house, ran completely out of toilet paper, and I was sitting there, and I was like, "This is the the wrong fucking time to be Filipino and not have a table in the in the house anywhere." Like, what is going on? I was like, this sucks. <laughs> Grab so the hose. What's, what, what's a uh, what's a tabo? It's just basically like a, a cup or a jug or something with like a handle. that with a handle that you have for water to clean yourself because <laughs> you don't have you know bidets or you don't have anything right. like that. Like it's just this is you know. So I was staying in the Philippines for a while and I had a girlfriend. You know, like she taught me how to do it, but I was like, "There's got to be toilet paper around here yeah. somewhere." No. So they're like, yeah, this is what you do. You grab the table and you grab the, the soap and then you scrub your butt. And he's just like, yeah, she's just like, show me. I'm like, oh. It's so like in the end, you're so much cleaner. Yeah, way you're cleaner. so much cleaner. But it's just, it's just weird. She's like, all you Americans, all you guys do is just wipe. You just smear the. Yeah. <laughs> Back and forth. Wrong. And she, I'm like, I can't. Wrong. Yeah, you guys got. Yep. Christian was the first person I knew to have like, to like have a ton of like sandy wipes and stuff with him or wet wipes. Yeah. And then uh, every, mostly the girls. Cause I don't know how, of course, like he would bring that up, but he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, if I put shit on your arm right now, you're telling me that you want me to give me toilet paper and you know, clean it off and you go about your day or would you like, he's my not wet, wrong. would you like my wet wipe? He's not <laughs> wrong, dude. And he's like, everyone here, everyone here walking around with that, with that. <laughs> That's messed up. It's so true though. Yeah, like it's it, so true. It's uh, yeah, we're gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It pretty much like, pretty much take a shower pretty much every time they go to the bathroom. So, it's kind of, so awesome. I, I, it's kind of awesome. Yeah, I like the bum gun. Thailand has the bum gun. Oh, I mean, the, Philippines has the a handle gun. and yeah, the little squirt yeah. gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Japan with the bidets. Yeah, love that. I've been I've been really wanting to you gotta get. Be careful with the strong pressure. <laughs> or do you? <laughs> <laughs> We're all grown ups here. <laughs> um, no, but like, yeah, I've been I've been seriously contemplating like getting a uh, a bidet. Do it, dude. Because I just I feel like it's you know, it's 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 the right move. It's the right move. <clears throat> I'd be okay with the bum gun and install that in my house. Yeah, yeah. 
well, one of my friends has a bidet and he he like loves it. Yeah. And it's the most, nice. ra- it's like one of the most random friends that I would, you wouldn't expect to have one. <laughs> and he's, he's like, he, he like swears by it. They right. have it at the Jap- uh, J- uh, Disney Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. It's like, you know, some of them sing to you. They have music. <laughs> it's got different little the music that like, yeah. <laughs> the seat cover that like automatically yeah. changes itself, that type of shit. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mike? Where would you, uh, where would you vacation? Or where would you live? Uh, vacation for sure would be Japan. That's like my, that's like my last like bucket list spot. Um, and then I'd want to, I guess, vacation there for like, I don't know, two weeks if I could, or at the minimum. Um, and then, uh, where I'd, where I'd live. I don't know. There's a couple, a couple places, like all my favorite places that I've traveled that that I've been to. I like them because I actually got to see them. So like, like, uh, Vienna, Austria, like, I guess I've mostly only seen the downtown, but I got shown around it and it was like, it was, it's beautiful. It's like, it's like, to me, that's like such a, like a, like you feel like it has like a, like this, I don't know, I don't know what to call it. Like not regal. Like it's like a, everything feels grand. It feels grand. Yeah. Like high ceilings, a lot of marble on things. Well, it's all, there's also something to say about the fact that like when you hit like those European countries and stuff, right? <clears throat> you consider that some of those buildings that people just kind of live in or hang out in, or some of those cobblestone streets, things like that, those have been around longer than our country yeah. has been around, yeah. right? So like, there's so much more history there. Um, there's so much more shit that's like in these walls, and then you know, like people have walked these streets that are like legendary. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, so I don't know, Vienna, Ireland, maybe a place that I really, I, Ireland's like one of those places where I didn't, like I got to walk around a lot, like I got to see it, but I didn't get to like really explore it, but I just feel like the vibe, I feel like it worked for me. I liked Barcelona a lot. Oh, I want to go there. Barcelona. Barcelona. And that's because of Mark. Barcelona. Yeah. (laughs) Because of Mark and all the Fahrenheit guys. Yeah. Yeah, they like. The Fahrenheit dudes. Yeah, they showed me around. I, I been there before but uh going there with them and then having them show me around it just like it just felt livable you know um let's take this pot on the road dude let's go live in barcelona for a year do it dude write some jams with the foreign hate boys barcelona just have them take just be our honorary members yeah (laughs) there was um there was talks about uh europe gonna start doing i believe um some travel restrictions of like uh, you need. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what it is, but it's not going to be easy. To, like, what is it called a visa to travel into Europe? Right. Like right now, we have really easy access to travel out there. Mm-hmm. But in the future, they were talking about having visas, so it's going to be a little bit harder. I mean, it's like the universal passport thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, yeah, the chip. No, oh, <laughs> once, they said, chip? once they said that, I was like, oh, I want to start just going to Europe. As, yeah. I've been holding off on Europe. Because it's, you know, it's westernized, you know, it's a little bit, you know, easier to travel in, kind of like difficult mode Yeah. where, I mean, it's not for everybody, trust me, it's not for everybody, because it's hot and humid in the Philippines, and if you can't handle that, if you can't handle Florida, you're not going to like Philippines, it's like, (laughs) but I love it, I'm used to it, I love it, it's, it's, it's beautiful, I mean, plus you got those beautiful blue beaches, oh my God. And those beautiful people. 
beautiful people. They, oh, they, everybody thinks I'm, I'm, I'm Pinoy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I was going to say this earlier. I think one of the, our first conversations, you said something along the lines of like, I'm not Filipino. <laughs> That's funny because I usually lead with I'm not Mexican. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You say I think you're like you're like oh and I'm not Asian. No, I don't know. That's <laughs> I was like I, okay. I think I might have thought you were you were uh, at first like very when I just saw you before I met you or anything. Hey man, I I, I consider myself you know a man of honorary the very honorary Pinoy. Yeah, I think you've earned it at this point. Food and all yeah, that. You've earned it at this point. <laughs> yeah. On the question that you asked, you said like how do I go about? You know what? I just kind of. I go out to travel and I just kind of see what happens. I don't really plan things out. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I do because like I've gone with other YouTubers and they have all these plans. I just kind of film as a go. Like we're going to do something, figure it out. I'll piece it together. And also like, and you know, as I watch these videos, these memories and thoughts come back to me of what I was going through in that moment. I sit there and like really analyze it like a Mm -hmm. song. Like when you write a song, Mm -hmm. you hear a beat, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, just, just going about it. Just, just going doing things i had something in mind that i forgot i was gonna talk about but ah it, it just went away by man that's did that's i there's there's this uh part of me that's just completely jealous that you've gotten to live this life and you've gotten to do this stuff but i got i got I got some things in the works we're gonna make it happen it, you know? <laughs> it's uh you know what i've um in the Philippines, I travel a lot on the motorbikes, and that's just like, like so much fun. Instead of getting a taxi everywhere, just cruise. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh no! It's, oh, the TV, camera. It's all right. Off. There it is. It's all right. <clears throat> we still got audio. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for you to go to the Philippines. I want to see all these pictures, dude. Do. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready. I'm gonna go. So, so, I, don't, I don't know when, but I'm gonna go. Yeah, everybody thinks I'm Filipino. Everybody's so nice. It's. <laughs> I, I want to go all over, all over the Philippines. I, I've. I've only scratch the surface, like like I said, you know. It's like what you know. I, I, I've I've done Manila, uh, uh, Sikihor, and just other places. I mean, just I want there's the north and the south that I want to hit. Yeah, yeah. See, I I think for me, I, I'm a weird I'm a weird traveler because I liked, especially like towards the end of our touring, I I liked to go to new places and see you know new things, but like I like to. It's almost like I tried living living my life, but in like other areas quarter mile of time like uh what's that <laughs> <laughs> but um like uh like i i i didn't get to do this on tour because we just didn't we never had time but like i want to like go to like sporting events yeah. like i want to go there's so much beauty here in the, in the united states but it's more expensive yeah. i feel like yeah or movie theater like uh my first experience like paying for a seat mm-hmm. not just a movie to pay for the seat in the theater I'm pretty sure it was in Spain, and I thought that was cool. I was like, "Oh, like that's really cool." Because like now, now like in only the last like five years, I feel like it's really become a thing in the United States where like if you go to a movie, you can reserve your seat. Yeah. Whereas in like I remember in Spain, like you're this is when I went to go visit my brother. I was like 15, and I remember I went to go see a movie, and it was like we you you reserved your seat. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. So I mean, just things like that, you know. Obviously, I like getting like coffee from like different places or eating. But I did you try I, a paella? I'm sure I, I think so. I think so. It's yeah, it's like uh, it's like it's got like it's a traditional dish, it's like uh, um, some clams. And my brother in law didn't make any, he was out there, like, like he went for college and 
We would try that, but like I said, I've never been to Spain. I would like to try paella. Just, just different culture I'm, foods. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have. It's oh, like uh, it's like rice and yeah. seafood and clams. Like there's usually shrimp and things like that. Yeah. Tons of spice, tons of seasoning. Just I, I want to say yes. Usually it comes out like a giant block, yeah. <laughs> like it's like this big, and you just <laughs> like scoop, you know, sections. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Something kind of cool I got to do when I was in Spain. Uh, I think it was in Valencia. I, th- I think they do this throughout Spain, but uh, it's called Las Fias. Like the 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 celebration is called Las Fias, and it's where. I, this might be wrong, but from what I thought, I think I remembered is that they make like these like big paper, like giant machets of like different things. So like some of them be like political people that they don't like. Right. Or, or I, different. I think you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then they set them on fire. Yeah. Like make statements. And yeah. Things. Yeah. Fucking sick. But I went for that and it was, it was crazy. It was so, it was so packed. Like everything, everything shut down, but yet everybody was out. Like it was crazy. What was the culture shock for you? Like on tour? Or in or just Spain in or, Spain? Yeah. Or just anywhere you've traveled? Um I think the the first so I've had a couple. So I think the first big one was going to uh Germany. Like and just being like, Oh, like I can't read anything here. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um same thing with China. I went to I gotta go to I got to go to China and that was like I was like, Oh, like in Germany, it's weird. I I can really get the. T- I can I can kind of even if I don't know what's being said, I kind of can follow along. Even when I hear German, when I it, it I think it's because I was around it enough. I was like I kind of adjust what they're talking about. In China, I had zero clue. Didn't you also do some weird like Duolingo thing or something like that for German? No. <laughs> the, the app's called Pimbler. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, you know, it's just conversational stuff. <laughs> now, but that's like after. That was like that's like a couple. Yeah. So now, now I can I can more or less kind of get the gist of like I recognize like like feminine to, to masculine words or what questions are right. yeah. things like that. I can kind of recognize that now. But um, yeah. But China, in China, it was. I was just like, oh, I'm completely lost here. Yep. Like if nobody wants to speak English to me, I'm completely fucked. I can't <laughs> so read anything. True. I don't, yeah. And so that was, that was a big culture shock for me. For everybody listening. And, um, I know a lot of times people think there's like, you know, I've come across, you know, like people like, like I'll speak English here or whatever, where it's America, whatever. But I think it's a beautiful thing to learn different languages. I know English and Spanish. I know a little bit of, um, um, Tagalog and just little, little things. I love languages and, you know, we're the day and age we have, we have Google. We we you know yeah. there's you don't have to be on TikTok all the time. You can mm-hmm. learn stuff, guys. Like it's I, I I've I've been trying to learn different languages. Mm-hmm. Like my friend, um, my, my my friend uh, Marianne from France. She was teaching me some French. I mean, it's a little bit difficult, and it's hard to learn for me. Like when you know you're not speaking it with somebody fluently all the time. Yeah. But I mean, I still remember how to say certain things, and I I I find languages very very awesome and beautiful and. You guys, you know, if you guys got the time, you guys should try to learn a language or two yeah. or whatever. That that's one of my only regrets in it's life. Really cool. It's just not learning how to speak different languages. If I if I could do if I could do life over again, I would have, I would have taken Spanish way more seriously. 
So I become like more fluent. Like I'm your, your okay. Spanish I'm, was a bad one. I heard you on the last podcast about the, the hot dogs. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, it's, it's like, I, it's, I can get by, but I sound like, you know, it's, it's bad. It's not, I can, I can get by like not, not a big deal, but I wish I could be like fluent. Yeah. Like, um, and then I would, I would learn, uh, German and French. That's, that's awesome. I wanted to try to learn German, but it was way too hard. Dude, and even my friends, like German friends were like, why do you want to learn it? It was like, I'm like, what? Dude, I mean, it's cool. Pim, Pimsler, they don't advertise. They don't. Uh, <laughs> we don't get any money from them. But yeah, uh, not sponsored. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good app in the sense that, I, and I'm sure like every app does this. But like, I liked it because it's like uh, it's conversation conversations. It's not like textbook. it's not like it's not like learn this word. It's like they have you just go. They you listen to a, a conversation. It's like thirty second or whatever it is. And then they, and then you go through and they break down what certain things are. It's German. And you're like, why are they yelling at each other? Yeah. Like, they're not, they're asking where we're going to dinner tonight. Yeah. No, they're, it's a love language. No, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I thought Pims was cool. Cause like I said, I, I can't speak German, but I feel like I can understand. Uh, I have the gist of like little things. Like I need to practice a lot more, but yeah. There's, um, I speak a lot of Spanish at home and now that I've traveled, like, you know, uh, I'd be speaking a lot more Spanish and I've uh, sharpened up my Spanish and everybody, like even Mexico, different parts of Mexico, they say different things, different slangs. So it's yeah. not like the proper Spanish. Everybody, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta learn from different parts of Mexico or different parts of South America. Mm-hmm. Cause when I went to Colombia, I tried to like, you know, I wanted, I felt more comfortable speaking English mm-hmm. and they would, they saw how brown I am. They're like, no, yeah. you know Spanish or you should know Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they wouldn't budge. They wouldn't speak to me in English. Wow. So I was like, you know what? We're going all in. Yeah. And when yeah. I came back from, from my trip to Colombia, I was just like so comfortable, like just speaking Spanish completely. Like, it's not that I'm like, I'm ashamed of it. It's just like, I feel so shy sometimes certain, yeah. certain things I don't know, but yeah, like we were just talking in, in Spanish the whole time in Colombia, and I'm, I'm speaking with people from Argentina, from just different Peru, just different places in South America, and, and you know, there are the certain things that I would say in Spanish that they don't use down there. They're just mm-hmm. like, what? I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. like, gives you away. Like, okay. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I guess Peru would be one of those, like, the, that's like my, that'd be my motherland. I've been to Peru. What, what's your what's your background? What's your background? Uh, my mom's Peruvian. You're you're fully Peruvian. My, yeah, well, my mom, my dad's Mexican. My mom's Peruvian. Oh, that's awesome, man! I didn't know that. See, look at that. That's really cool. I didn't know that. I can uh, jump fences. Jump. What is it? Jump fences at high altitudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like Peru's high on my list. I want. I want to go. Fun. I would love to go. Did you do Machu Picchu? No, that's where I want to go. No, I didn't. Uh, I, we we went to the Reserva Amazonica, um, right off of like the uh, Madre de Dios, um, and it was like this, dude. It was sick because um, we were we were in this like little town for about a week, and then we went to this resort. And dude, like I I remember, I'll never forget. This is one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my life, dude. I'm on the, I'm, I'm on a, like, these are all huts on stilts. There's mosquito mm-hmm. nets around the beds. Like we're in the fucking Amazon. So like yeah. we're in the rainforest, dude. And, um, 
<clears throat> I'm sitting out, I'm sitting there and Phillips like standing outside, like talking to somebody and I'm on a hammock and I have a guitar and I'm like, this is the life, right? I put the guitar down and I hear this rustling and dude, I like look and straight up a fucking jungle cat, an ocelot comes walking out of the jungle. Right. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right. And like, I can't like, and it like it Phillips like, like over in this direction, mm-hmm. I'm right here and it's walking towards me and I'm like, and it's a baby though. Right. It's not, mm-hmm. but it's still, this is a fucking wild, but it has a mom. Yeah, the mom There's a mom by. somewhere. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, Oh my God. And then it walks up and it comes walking up the steps of this, of the, of the hut. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and it jumped into my lap and I was like, Oh, I'm going to die. And it just jumped on me. And then fucking the loudest, like, like jungle cat purrs and it just like nestled up. And I was like, so I'm like, I'm like petting this, this fucking oh, thing. Right. Know. Dude. And then one of the people that works at the reserve walks by and goes, Oh, you met Lancelot. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, he was, uh, his mom died. And so Lancelot lives at, oh and I'm like, God. I thought I was going to die. She's like, <laughs> she's like, dude, yeah, it was so, I, there's a picture somewhere where it's like, I'm just legit just sitting there. I was like, <laughs> we had like we had disposable cameras. <laughs> so like, I'm just like petting this awesome dude, and I'm sweaty because they're in the jungle or in the rainforest. Oh, sweating, dude. Tears, come on. Yeah, I was crying, <laughs> dude. But it was so sick. It was so and like, dude, that that place is like, like there would be like like wooden bridges and pathways to get like from the main, um, like the main center building area where they would have food and stuff. And we just have traditional like Peruvian dishes and stuff. Do we shot those giant like bows? Like they're like six feet bows and stuff like that. There's, it was, it's definitely an experience. It was so sick. Blow darts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Imagine I'm like, (laughs) so well, shit, man. Um, Dude, thank you so much for coming out and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, man. Thank we, we, you guys I'm, for having me. I'm sure we could have more episodes where we talk like about more of your travels and and really go in depth. You know what I mean? Um, you know what? I want to talk about. I want to give a shout out to my boys that always been supporting me from the beginning. It's uh, YouTubers. You know, like you know, it's like it's like the band. It's like bands. You know, like the bigger ones looking out for smaller ones. Like mm-hmm. uh, one is his name is Tall, the traveling clat. You know, he he uh, really tried to help me push, you know, and he's big in the Philippines and stuff like that. And I went to um, I went to go see him. We were going to link up and he was going to be the biggest YouTuber I was going to link up with. I was like, oh, this is cool, you know. Yeah. So he's traveling around. And next thing you know, oh, me and my buddy went to go eat some restaurant and ran into an American. That he's actually living in the Philippines, but he's a bigger YouTuber. He's got millions of fucking followers. Holy shit. And I, and I ended up telling him, I go, well, I don't know, man. He's yeah. like, oh, dude, I was going to be, I was supposed to be the biggest one, but you know, <laughs> he's cool. He's, he's so supportive. I want to give him a shout out. And Alex Ochoa, those are my, like, and then uh, the, the, um, the thumb life, the first traveling uh, YouTuber right now, he's doing lifting. Like those guys are like really supportive on what I do on my YouTube channel. And thank dude, you guys. Yeah. Love you guys. That rules. Dude, that's so sick. And yeah. I definitely I can't wait for you to start traveling again so I can live vicariously through you, and then and then you know just book me a flight. We'll yeah, dude, go. let's go do something. <laughs> dude. Thank you guys so much for having me, man. Dude, uh, you want to plug anything? Want to plug any socials? You know. What? Yeah, sure. Um, you guys follow me on Instagram. I'm mainly on there. If you guys want to hit me up, uh, my YouTube channel, everything is Joey Amor. So uh, also my band Horror in the Moonlight. Check it out and come see us at Emo Night. We do uh, Emo Night Pomona, Emo Night Brooklyn, and Emo Night 818. 
So uh, hopefully, Mike and Mike, you guys come out and do email yeah, I'll again. I'll come out again. I'll do it again. Yeah, that was, that was, even, that was, that was a great just party. Off to the side. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Toka stole the show on that one, but I'm down. <laughs> Jesse. Um, dude, and then, yeah, so check us out at Walking Blind Pod pretty much wherever. Um, walkingblindpod at gmail.com if you guys want to send in some questions. Um, you know, give us your wins, give us your. Um, wins highs lows you know whatever you want to talk about um, yeah and, or, and con- comment on what you've heard tonight too like yeah if there, if there's a question you hear like i like like i said there's like a a small it's kind of growing a small group of friends that are reaching out to me and then they'll just it's like they're answering the yeah podcast in their way i'm like dude, dude an, and answer renee's question like where would you guys want a vacation and yeah. where would you guys want to live like if mm-hmm. you didn't have any cares you didn't have any worries like what, what would you guys do because yeah, that's that's kind of a cool concept, man. Hell yeah. And tickets are still available for Tough Love Fest. By the time this comes out, it'll be the show will be this weekend. Yes. Up, so the twenty sixth uh, Saturday. Yeah. Get there a little earlier. Uh, yes. Because you know, my band's playing a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and then um yeah, come hang out with us. Come come find us. What did we say that what was gonna be the special Dude. uh special code? Oh, I already forgot it. Hey, we're so bad at this. We'll have to look. Find we'll, it on we'll Instagram. We'll, find, we'll, it on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. find it on Instagram. We'll get that special code, dude. Come, um, come, come get a come do mental health check with us. Yeah, <laughs> if you see us, yeah, we'll, I'll I'll bring the Zoom recorder and we'll yeah. do straight up like on the fly. Yeah, to check in with you guys. So that'll be sick. Um, wish we could be hanging out with Shaq, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Our I'm lives, sorry. our simple lives, our yeah, our simple <laughs> lives over here. I'll be at the next show, guys. Yes, <laughs> and sorry about the uh, the the camera issues; it overheated, so we switched to the cell phone. But we got some footage, so we could say thank you guys so much. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.